0: Welcome to Day One Patch Podcast, episode 311. I'm your host, Ryan Johnson. Uh, I have a brand new microphone set up here. I hope I sound better, uh, even though it's being recorded over the Zoom. Uh, Matt Lawrence is here. I am. Uh, Adriano Petty's here. Hi. No Tim this week. I had to beat him up. It was unfortunate. Oh my God. Wow. Um, Some of the top stories today include EA is being sued in our own country of Canada over loot boxes. Uh, Ubisoft connect is a new feature or a new app, I guess, that is going to make uh, cross progression, a standard moving forward. Uh, the Xbox iPhone and iPad app were updated to let you play remotely. 2k apologized uh, for their NBA uh, 2k21s in game commercials. And then finally, um, I guess this is a bit of a query corner question as well, but should streamers pay game developers? This is in response to a Google Stadia developer. Uh, Voicing his opinion on Twitter, Uh, but first, what is new with you guys, Adriano? Um,
1: playing some Overwatch with you guys, Um, some Gran Turismo here and there. Um, I finished Quantum Break. I think I mentioned that to you guys off. There, I don't think I mentioned it. Yeah, finished that there. So I'm started a new game i want to catch up on the resident evil franchise so i started resident evil revelations 2 and boy is that uh, that
0: fall in the pantheon of games
1: oh it's not uh it takes the (laughs) it takes the best parts of the resident other (laughs) resident evil games and does a terrible job with them and then the good parts about Resident E uh the good the bad parts about it, it just excels at all the bad parts. Uh the game it so the Resident Evil Games did something um I'm not gonna call it weird, but they, they did some some odd jumps. The Resident Evil games were amazing at its isometric like cam corner camera tank control games for the first three or four games. And then they realized they had to change up the formula. And they came out with Resident Evil 4, Uh, not only the best Resident Evil game, arguably one of the greatest video games of all time. It is just a masterpiece of a game. And then they came out, they had to come up with number five, and they said, hey, we'll do that, we'll do it again, but we're going to do co-op. And you guys can do online and local co-op. And you can control, uh, each player can control a character. And if you don't want to do online co-op, it'll be AI control. And the AI character was shit, but at least, you know, they did stuff. And you could like use them to hold the, hold your items. Like you can literally manage both inventories and you can literally pass stuff back and forth. And then they did it again with number six and they, the number six is not a very good game. But they were essentially going for the same thing. And then they came out with Resident Evil 7. And they come out with 8. And that goes into a whole new jump. With the with the, um, uh, with the the first person uh, Resident Evil games. But they had two spin-offs uh, in there. Called Resident Evil Revelations. And Resident Evil Revelations 2. And they very clearly wanted to go back to the older style of Resident Evil games. They wanted to try to honor horror but still trying to kind of keep it action-y and try to get away from like the -the over-the-top ridiculousness that was Resident Evil 6 like I could I could throw this into a chart one day for you guys if you really want me to um but essentially the first Resident Evil Revelations game while it's not groundbreaking it was fairly well received and I and I enjoyed it it's it's an over-the-shoulder Resident Evil 4 like game where you're on a boat and you know you're shooting zombies great this game here, they decide to put the dual character stuff back in. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is co-op. But I couldn't find a co-op option in the game menu. Uh, and I also don't know, it's because it, the one that I have off Steam is not Resident Evil Revelations 2. It's Biohazard Revelations 2. So clearly I have the European download of it. So I don't know if that affects co-op options at all. But with this game here, you're playing as two separate characters. You have an A scenario and a B scenario like you traditionally do. You're playing as Claire Redfield, the protagonist of Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil Code Veronica. Um, and then your B scenario is Barry Burton, the su- one of the supporting characters from the first, very first Resident Evil game. Um, and you go through each of those, but each character then has another side supporting character in which you are supposed to guide and take control of to do certain things, and it is fucking infuriating because with Claire you have this this teenage this young adult. I'm gonna say it's like late, late teens, maybe she's maybe 19, 20, something like that. Her name's Moira, but she doesn't want to wield any weapons. Like in universe, she's like, I don't, I don't like guns. I'm not gonna hold a gun. So it's like okay, that's your lazy explanation, but hey, whatever. Um, so you're you pretty much both characters can do melee, but one character can only do guns, and the other character can only do um, uh, like support items, like flashlight or throwables. And I would and. W- Pretty much you as Claire, you don't control, like your light is always shined on where you're pointing. Like you essentially are controlling the flashlight because wherever you're aiming, Moira AI is behind you pointing her flashlight. But I can then switch to Moira and then search around the room. And this is where the infuriating part comes in is because Moira can see additional items in the corners of rooms that Claire can't see. So I am now toggling back and forth between um Claire and Moira and I'm searching every fucking room twice. Because I want to clear the room as Claire in case there's an enemy and I have the gun. But then it's like, oh, okay, now this is clear. Now I have to toggle back to this one and then walk the entire room again to see if there's any items. And it's just become this cumbersome mess. And then you have Barry's scenario, which is the same thing. But then you find this little girl. She's like maybe eight or nine. And I don't, remember, I don't even remember her name. Is it Natalie or Natalia or something like that? And she does the exact same thing. She sees things in the corners of rooms <laughs> in which Barry can't see. So I have to do the same thing. But they don't even give her a flashlight. Like she is apparently she – she doesn't even want to handle the flashlight. <laughs> Barry has a flashlight. She literally just points. She, she's literally just walking around and you <laughs> – you hold down the trigger to point your finger forward, and you're walking around like in a, in a, like almost like a T, uh, T formation as if you're a game developer, and you're just like pointing at stuff. And then when you find it, it then ding, like it lights up, and then you can go pick it up. So it's like, I have to then clear this room twice. I have to play pretty much each level twice, and then clear each room in <laughs> each level twice. And then, and then they. This game was made in 20, I want to say 2016, maybe 2017. But then it's, it's very clear that they, that the developer or whoever, I don't know if it was Capcom proper or if it was somebody else, but it's very clear that they were looking at this game and said, hey, what kind of game can we rip off? What kind of game, you know, is good that we can kind of mimic and nobody's going to really notice? And they said, let's do The Last of Us. Because the other ability that this little girl has, and only her, nobody else can do this, is she can go into a crouching position. And when she goes into a crouching position, she can see enemies by listening closely and in a certain range. And they highlight in the surrounding area. And she can then tag enemies for Barry. On top of that, there's a very, very familiar cloth gathering Alcohol gathering, crafting component <laughs> that is just like oh you guys are just mimicking this whole thing, and 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 like you can give simple commands to your respective partners to Moira and uh, Natalie or Natalia, and you could say follow me or stay put, and that's not inherently new to Resident Evil because uh, in Resident Evil Four you have an AI companion Ashley, but the difference with Ashley is. You could tell her there are safe spots in the world. You could, like, there are like literal dumpsters or boxes, and you can tell her, go hide underneath that and don't move until I come back and get you. And you can actually go and play virtually the entire game and leave them there and leave her there. And they'll never be touched by an enemy. Because, like, Ashley, Natalia, and Moira can all be nabbed by enemies and they all have separate health and they all can die, and then you have a game over. But with at least with Ashley, you could literally just hide her away somewhere and say, don't move until I come get you. And while you can find a quiet corner, you can't even hide them. And while you can find a quiet corner with these characters and say, stay put, most of the time they don't even listen. It's fucking broken. Because as soon as I start walking, even though the command says they're staying put, they just start following me to begin with. And they'll like walk into hazards <laughs> in the environment and they'll end up getting hurt. So it's like, oh, now I only have to take care of these two people. I have to take care of these, take care of these two dumb people that can't like take care of themselves. And at least with like uh, in The Last of Us, um, Ellie, she, there's no like you don't have to worry about her. Like that was the greatest part about The Last of Us and BioShock Infinite was they straight up said at the beginning, your supporting characters will take care of themselves. You never have to worry about them. They'll be okay. But now I have to like take care of these two schlubs otherwise they're going to get me killed every single fucking time. So thankfully this game is only like it's split up into episodes, like five episodes and two 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 parts per episode, so one Claire one Barry. So realistically five sittings total I can get rid of this game and I can move on. But almost immediately I just knew the frustrations that I was going to have with this. Um, other than that, it's more Hearthstone. Um, and there is the new stuff announced. The fall update.
0: And How do you feel about that?
2: <sighs> What's the fall update?
1: They announced Season new expansion. Passed. Well, yeah, they announced a new expansion which I'm not... Uh, I'm not actually. I don't mind the new the new theme of the expansion because they bring back the old gods. One of my favorite expansions of Hearthstone was Whispers of the Old Gods, and now with this new one, it's called Madness at um, Madness at Something Fair or Something Carnival. Like it's it's a carnival themed one, but the old gods are are taking it over. Mm-hmm. So inherently, I don't mind the theme of it, um, but they are completely revamping the progression system. And they're doing things like no more daily quests. Well, sorry, there are dailies, but they don't give you daily gold. They give you daily experience. And you moving your way up the free tier gives you gold unlocks with that experience. And it's like, oh, but you know, what about your daily things? It's like, yeah, but now you're not. There are justifications like, oh, now you're not limited to daily quests. You as long as you even if you miss miss the daily experience quest per day. If you want to catch up, you just have to play more Hearthstone later on. And then you can catch up. It's like, no, like that's not an appeal for me. Like I don't want to play more later. Like That doesn't help my situation. But they've also introduced things like a tavern pass. Um, yes! They've introduced new cosmetics, which you can only get through certain passes and certain achievements. They introduce achievements. They've introduced uh, challenges. They've introduced... Um, new cosmetics like coin cosmetics um it's all there's there's a whole do you want me to bring up the article or do you just want to move on because there's a whole fucking shit ton of stuff well i'm gonna
2: ask you actually a question because this might actually be long-winded in and of itself are you gonna buy the season pass no i'm gonna desperately try but you are then only going to get the i haven't seen this but just from other you know other season passes that are out there. If you're in the free tier, you're going to get like a third or less of the rewards, I assume. And you're going to get worse rewards, subjectively. Uh. So, like, you're going to be playing a game daily to get the worst rewards when you used to pay over $100, I believe it was. But here's for, the crazy the, for, part. For the other expansions. So, the- like, to, for you, it's actually financially and time-wise... Makes sense to buy the season pass.
1: Yeah, but man, I have new expenses in my life that I can't. Yeah, but you earn.
2: you were buying the the expansions for two hundred dollars or when I didn't have those expenses in my life. So you were done with Hearthstone.
1: No, I'm not. Now, I'm trying to be done with Hearthstone. Because here's the craziest part: even though like you can, there's this new progression system. You could still buy the new expansions at that same price, and you could just get a shit ton of packs.
2: But you're not gonna buy the expansion.
1: But I'm not going to buy the expansions.
2: So you're not going to buy the expansion. You're not going to buy the season pass. So you're not going to progress. Or you're going to progress very little.
1: Or I'm just going to play the game for the sake of playing the game for fun.
2: And not have But can sort. you... Is this a game in which you can play it casually and keep up? No, definitely not. Um,
1: and I remember, if you actually go back a little while ago when there was, uh, there was rumors of Hearthstone doing a revamp, I had said when they inevitably announced this revamp essentially heartstone 2.0 right i'm going i was going to try to use this as a breaking point to say all right i'm done uh so i'm going to i'm going to try to use this as a how much has the season passed first off What's i, like I, I haven't say? i haven't looked into it i they, it's not out yet they've only showcased it yesterday
2: okay well chances are i'm just going to totally guess chances are it is 30 or less dollars probably less i'm totally guessing but which is significantly cheaper than your whatever so the reason why i even bring it up whatever because we're just all guessing anyway what price does the season pass have to be for you to buy it or would you ever even if it's 99 cents i don't want to do any season pass but that's like 200 seasons worth or 100 seasons worth you know, you know what I mean? Like, like that just doesn't like for a person that plays it every day, and you're saying you have new expenses. It technically sounds like, but the it's the whole cheaper.
1: appeal, the appeal, the uh, the whole appeal of me with Hearthstone originally was that it was free. It was, it
2: was just something that you can just. But do. you didn't. You bought stuff though. You yeah, bought you bought I, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff in that
1: game. Yeah, but I bought stuff later than mine. But what got me into Hearthstone was just the fact that like I can literally just open up a class, open up a deck, and just go. Sure. I'm gonna. I'm going to try to use, um. Use this as a breaking point. Uh, like actually, a group of friends of mine and I were we were chatting today about trying to get back into Magic the Gathering. Um, so I'm gonna try. Which to, also has a season pass. They have they have a season pass, but there's just like Magic the Gathering has just a a real life. Historical presence, which I kind of feel like gives it a little bit more validity to it. Right. Like I'm I'm
2: like Magic the Gathering does not feel like a sellout to me. Oh, okay, well here okay, here, here's here, here's something. From US.shop.battlenet uh or battle.net, I guess, uh Tavern Pass is listed at twelve dollars forty nine cents Canadian. Why are you telling me that, Matt? I'm just telling you. <laughs> like, like, the thing that doesn't make any sense to me is is the fact... Like, unless you're done with it, right? Like, of course. Like, there's going to be a day where, like, I'm done with, with Fallout, and that's fine. Like, that's fine. We finished with Pokemon Go. We played it. We beat it to the point we we're going to beat it. And that's it. That's fine. That's fine. So, like, what I'm saying is is it sounds like you do not want to be done with it. I you, don't. Already, you already play probably enough to beat the Tavern Pass, and this would seemingly, or assumingly save you hundreds of dollars but you're not going to do it because it's a season i don't i desperately don't want to fall into that rut of it though but you're already in the rut no
1: no i'm not i'm not in
2: the rut like let's say say, for example if i gifted you like let's just say for whatever reason you just get the tavern pass it doesn't matter if it's a gift you just get the tavern pass you have the tavern pass and then you go oh i have the tavern pass whatever like like just whatever let's say money is inconsequential whatever You're like and you play you would probably play the same amount and get and beat the tavern pass. If you bought me the tavern pass. Or or it just appeared on your account for some reason. Like it doesn't matter. Like let's just say like money is no object, so it just appeared on your account. So what what I'm saying is is you're already in the gameplay rut. Like the rut is not the money, the rut is the gameplay. The rut is logging in every day. The rut is doing daily quests but, or daily tasks uh, or daily matches or whatever it is.
1: But I am willing to to deal with that. I'm willing right, to so accept for that for
2: a cheaper price and no, get more rewards. It's twelve forty nine. No, but that no, is, that is no, correct though. We, no. It, it is as soon
1: as a season pass. Yeah. As soon as I have to pay any money for it, yeah, it becomes cheap. It becomes unappealing to me, and I don't want to do it.
2: But yet, you were doing daily quests for gold, in which you—I think you can buy gold.
1: No, uh, right? no, you
2: don't. You know you can't buy gold. Okay. You can you can buy packs straight out for
1: money. Oh, and okay, then, okay. And then you can you can earn gold, and you can use that gold to buy to buy packs.
2: Okay. But it it, Ryan, like he, he's in the rut, right? Like you
0: know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say, Ryan? Or is Ryan even there? By by the technical definition, he's in the rut. But it's more it's not. It's more with what he's comfortable doing. Right? But, but like he's saying, like, but like your
2: justification Not is. Not all ruts
0: are the same, is basically th- what I'm saying.
2: No, that's correct. But you're, but this is, this is exactly, this is exactly what Adriano should have in Hearthstone. You have other expenses in your life they you don't want to spend a lot on. This is 12 49 so it's not expensive. You're getting more rewards Matt, and you're already in be, the gameplay. Matt, loop.
1: it could be a dollar for the season pass. I still don't want to do it. You could it could be a dollar and you could give me that dollar for a month. I still but, don't but, want to do like, it. Like the, thing the is, principle though, it's, of the season pass but, that I'm. But you to were
2: pick. already paying for that with the new expansions. It's not called a season pass, but you were already doing gameplay loop and you knew there was gonna be another expansion so, that was coming out and you so were gonna buy it. Yeah, so here's the thing. I did not buy the last
1: expansion. I skipped out on it. Oh, I, did, okay, I, I, I told that. I told myself that I wasn't gonna buy it and I didn't buy it and I left it what I did do though is I I depleted all my in-game currency to buy card packs because that I'm okay with I'm not gonna put I, I told myself in the last expansion I'm not gonna put money towards the 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 uh, expansion but in-game currency is totally fine like that's where I'm trying to cut it off is in-game currency that I earn by playing I'm totally fine with squandering real money? Like I'm desperately trying to avoid that. I don't. I don't agree with. I don't agree with a the season pass in Hearthstone. I don't like it in Fortnite. I don't like it in Rocket League. I don't like it in Fallout or any like insert title here. Whatever. I don't. I don't like. It just cheapens everything about the game. And and like I've. This is this is this is modern gaming. I know it's modern gaming. It's unfortunate.
0: Yeah. I I used to be against microtransactions, transactions, and season passes, and then I fell from grace, and I've just accepted it now, and I've yeah. purchased many. But but here's the thing, though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit the like
1: microtransaction thing because I'm not against buying stuff. Like I'm not against buying um, boxes, packs, crates whatever in games when there's a limitation on the purchase so that's why i have never and i will never buy a loot box in overwatch because those are repurchasable you can just keep on hitting buy 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 over and over again and that's why i don't want to do it but in hearthstone uh and i think on rare occasion overwatch they do present a bundle where it's only purchasable once per count. Yeah, it's like they, one
2: it's like that mercy skin that was for it, charity or whatever. It, exactly.
1: But but like in, in Heartstone, it's like, oh, here's a here's a promotional pack. Here's like a promotional set. 12 bucks you get all these packs, but you can't buy this over and over again. You can only ever buy once. Those I am way more likely to buy. Those ones I have no problem going for because I know it's only once it's done, and I can't go back. Because for me, my like like the logic in my brain says oh, well, if I'm going to buy, you know, 60 packs or 60 loot boxes, what's stopping me from just buying another 60 and buying another 60? And, like, that's the slippery slope that I don't want to go down. And I see the
2: tavern pass or season pass as that same thing. That's interesting. Like, those those equate to the same thing to me. But how – okay, so let me just ask you this then. So, like, not to get, like, super into this, but it's like – Technically, this is buy one and done. Like, okay, assuming, again, I'm an outsider of, of Hearthstone, but like, assuming it's like other season passes, like, okay, um, the Fallout season pass, the Fallout season pass is, is free, but let's say it wasn't. So let's say, like, you really want the Brotherhood bunker in this current season, and let's say that season pass is up for sale. So you buy the season pass, and then you play and whatever, and you do, you do the progression. Like, you're buying that set of goods. You can't keep pressing buy. There's You buy once, and that's it. Like, you buy Tavern Pass 1 or whatever, and that's this set of shit. Then you buy Tavern Pass 2, and it's this set of stuff. You can't be like, buy Tavern Pass, buy Tavern Pass, buy... You can't do that. Same with Call of Duty.
1: Which is fine. If if that's how you want to define Tavern Pass or Season Pass, fine. And maybe one day I will, like, open up to that idea. But, like, right now, Tavern Pass and microtransactions are on the same level of of, um, greasiness. Like they they equate the same thing to me.
2: And oh, I am with you. Like to be clear, like I don't like season passes. I don't like them, but I just I I I'm I just acknowledge that they're not they're here and they're not going anywhere. Like 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 for me, I've been in this Hearthstone rut for a long time, and
1: and but it, at least it was simple. It was just, oh, here's the daily quests. Let me clear one of these out so I have a spot. Let me, play, let me play the games I need to clear it out. Done. Oh, here's a weekly uh here's a weekly brawl. Um you can you can you know they change things up slightly. Oh, there's there's a card pack up for grabs if you play it. Done. Okay. Oh, here's the expansion character card back that you can use in-game currency to use. It's like, okay, now I have something for me to manage my currency with. I can now say I can regulate this currency based on these things that I want. What's more important to me—the card backs, the character skins, the adventures—and then I can kind of spend and manage and bank up as I need. It was simple and was straightforward, and now this whole thing is just kind of—it just becomes like this mega, like
0: you're trying monst- to—you're sp-
2: you're supposed to spend time in the game,
1: yeah. Yeah, they're, they're trying they're, to monopolize your time. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly, and and it's just it's just something that I would say that's the reason why we quit Pokemon Go. Not that we were buying passes like uh, like season passes, but like it was monopolizing. I would say like yes, we were, yes some of us were buying like raid passes with in game currency or otherwise, whatever. But I would say that the biggest problem with Pokemon Go was that it became you know from the from the beginning days before raids of like let's walk around and just see what we catch and see what we find to. Like, oh, fuck, we have to be there on this particular day, on this particular thing. It's like a winter storm. out. we're running around. It monopolizes your time and it monopolizes like a full day. Yeah. And man, if you, I don't even remember, but anything free that never
1: needed money, I was totally into that. I was willing just to kind of like we ripped around the entire city looking for those fucking Pikachu skins. Like it was yeah. like all those versions of uh, Pikachu. We were, we were trying to nap. And I can I can tell you that I've only ever spent money once in Pokemon Go. And the money that I spent on it was existing credit that I had on my Apple account that I got from somewhere. I didn't even put my credit card in. And I know the items in which I bought were not consumable items; they were permanent expansion. It was
2: upgrades. like a bag, like a bag upgrade yeah. or something. And
1: that's how I justified it to myself. It's like a this isn't even my money. B this item is permanent because I never, I definitely wouldn't have spent it on pokeballs and I definitely wouldn't have spent it on potions. Nothing that can be squandered away and have nothing to show for. And that's, and that's how I kind of like manage the justification of those things in my, in my, uh, in my head.
2: It's interesting. It's interesting how, how people like, like us old gamers are adapting to these, to these newfangled things. Like to me, yeah. it's like, if I'm spending that much time, then I'll, I'll, I'm i just going to pay.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I value my dollar too much. I would rather spend an hour getting that that, let's put it this way. I would rather spend an hour trying to get that free pack in Hearthstone than to pay a dollar and get it immediately. I value my dollar way more.
0: But you're valuing it, valuing it over your life. You're saying that one hour of life is only worth a dollar. Yeah, one, like like you
2: could work one hour overtime and buy a bunch of packs. Wait, but but to be clear though, I'm not I'm not
1: exclusively doing Hearthstone while I while I do that. Like when I when I have Hearthstone open, I also have another computer beside me, and I'm usually doing something else related. No, but what like, about
2: what about Overwatch? Like Overwatch, like you were you you have to do the the whole watching of the tournaments now, whatever that's called. I don't know. You have to do that whole watching of the tournaments now to get some sort of skins. And you're willing to do that? And you were like looking at potentially having to wake up extra early to like turn on the stream oh, That right? hold on, you can do passively. Oh yeah. Hold on a second, Matt. A me waking up early. That was
1: a joke. I wasn't actually gonna oh, wake up early. I didn't know that. But well, I, as, I don't know. I'm asking. As, as as for like as for like setting the Overwatch contenders in the Overwatch lead to get those skins or the tokens. Yes, that was that's uh, all that is to me is setting a reminder when it tells me to open it up. I literally just open it up. I let it run in the background, and right. I don't even think. I don't even fucking think about it. So that's 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 how I that's how I justify that.
2: But, but like, like, like you're 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 playing like even you said you're like I'm gonna try to retire Overwatch until there's only events, and now you're constantly on Overwatch because they're constantly on events. But then yeah. you're also doing this whole like Hearthstone thing, whether or not you're quitting it now, whatever. But up until this point, you're doing Hearthstone. So Blizzard is successfully monopolizing your time. Yeah. yeah know, whether or not re- it's like a simple reminder mm-hmm. or a background task or whatever, mm-hmm. it is they are monopolizing your time. Yeah. It uh, it's very concerning.
1: They're very they're I guess it's credit to their success because they're very fucking good at. Pulling people back in. This is a company that had so much hate towards them. About you know. The. um, The Hong Kong protesters. uh, um, Concerns that were uttered. At a tournament. And then all they had to do was dangle Overwatch 2. And Diablo 4. And whatever else in front of everyone. And they just like. All that gets washed away. And they're just like. Oh we're all back in. Like this is just. And like. God help me when Diablo Immortals comes out. On a portable device that is going to be with me 24 7 i like bet I'm you f-
2: that thing's going to release with a season pass though
1: yeah like i'm i'm but i'm going to i'm going to probably not do the season pass but i'll do whatever i can for free so and like there's one major thing that that they're like they introduced here that's really dumb is the cosmetic coins It's like you have your cosmetic card backs and your heroes. And then they said, oh, here's your cosmetic coins too. And it's like these coins can only be achieved when you get, they can only be unlocked for you when you get 135 cards of the current expansion. You'll get the cosmetic coin for that expansion. And then immediately, this is how dumb it is because in their announcement, the same guy that revealed it also has to say, we know what you're thinking. There's only ever 135 cards in the expansion so you have to get every single card in the expansion to get this coin and it's absurd because that is that unless you're going to literally pay thousands of dollars you're never good that's never going to happen because those cards are legendary and they're so incredibly difficult to craft or to to lottery for but then they they take that as the opportunity to say oh but we're also going to be releasing mid-year expansions and we're going to be adding cards in Throughout the throughout the year, so we're actually going to add an additional thirty. So the total is going to be one hundred and sixty-five or one hundred seventy or something like that. So you actually don't need to get every card of the expansion to get this cosmetic coin. And it's just like,
0: Ugh. let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what's new with you? Uh,
2: well the <laughs> the biggest lightning and thunder strike I've heard in a long time just happened, so that was good. Um, but it's happening outside my place right now. Uh, but I think it's like fairly far away, I would assume. But anyway, uh, the, uh, the big, the big, the big thing I've been doing all week is of course, Fallout 76. Uh, I am close to level 80 in the season pass. Um, I have, I think it's double score now. So I'm gonna do a little bit of that. They announced the new, uh, well, they kind of released a little mini trailer about the brotherhood, which is exciting for me. So I'm kind of getting into that. Uh, I have reached the goal that I had for the season. I got, like, the Brotherhood bunker. And now I'm in the last section, so I'm just going to kind of push to the end with the double score helping me in tow, of course, and a double daily score. And uh, that's that's pretty much it for the week.
0: Uh, not much for myself either. Um, like you, have been playing Fallout. Um, still working away at... Uh, Hades which has been great um other than that not much how's the music in Hades it's good uh, I, I noticed there's like a soundtrack on like the 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 main page of the game like the menu yeah I
1: was because uh, when I went to go buy it I was I'm, I'm like oh should I get the soundtrack edition but then I'm like oh if I really really like the music I'll just buy it separately later. Because what what I try to do is if I if I really really like a game, after I'm done the game, if there's a soundtrack available, I'll buy it and then add it to my Plex, so I can like always kind of just have something
0: to listen to from it and kind of right. just like remind me of my time with that game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just kind of waiting on the next gen consoles and the next gen games, uh, which is like two weeks or something, right? Or not even. Holy fuck! I need to either when cancel is my pre
1: uh
2: the twelfth, twelfth or thirteenth.
0: Okay, so yeah, a couple. Well,
2: weeks wait, out. well the isn't Xbox Series X 10th? Yeah. Yes. Yes it is. Okay.
1: Uh what is the first thing? Excuse me, I'm yawning already. What is the first thing you're going to play on it, Ryan?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy. Fallout 76 for myself. I'm <laughs> I'm not going to I'm going to try not to play an old game as the first game. Hell divers for me, probably. Oh man, it's probably gonna be uh, uh, Spider Man, I think. The Miles Morales, you're gonna replay the first one? No, I don't think I'm gonna replay the first one. Although I don't know, I want to pre-order the game, but you can only pre-order the PS4 based version, and and I don't see an option to get the upgraded version.
2: Maybe it's maybe that's not available yet. Like if, especially if it's digital, you can do that anytime.
0: But I believe there's pre-order bonuses, but you can't pre-order a game that launches on a PS five the day the PS5 launches.
2: Maybe that's disk only? Do you understand my conundrum here? Well, you're saying that like on the on the P on the PS store, on yeah. the PS4, I assume you're browsing it on. Yeah. You're incapable of pre-ordering the PlayStation 5 version of Miles Morales in whatever Ultimate Edition or whatever you're trying to get.
0: Yeah, the one that comes with the original Spider-Man game.
2: The Ultimate Edition, I think, is
0: what it's called. And so it's just kind of odd that I can't pre-order that version. What do you get for pre-ordering it? It's like some skins and stuff, Hmm. which I want, but I'm I'm trying to think whether I want the original Spider-Man as well. But I can't do that right now, so it's a very odd situation. But anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy. <gasps> oh, Jesus,
1: yeah, this is, it's a long week. Um, I'm gonna buy the Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Browse combo pack. I doubt I'm gonna pre-order it just because I haven't played the the first Spider-Man game, so this will be a good thing for me to play on the PS.
0: You're gonna have a completely different Peter Parker. Which is fine because I don't know because because I don't know the other ones. So yeah. if
2: I'm being totally honest, yeah. I, I don't care.
0: Uh, but I did find the
2: PS5 version for pre-order.
0: I I, I care, but I, at the same time, I'm not like running to Twitter like a lot of people did and complaining and yelling at the developers and stuff.
2: But, that, but like people like you know it's it's not what they should be doing, but like people do that about everything. You could be I like, know, yeah, we had just, to change but, this like shade of red because like you know whatever TVs couldn't show it
0: properly sometimes, and people would be like, that's the, you're, you're ruining my childhood or God knows but, what you know. I just don't <laughs> understand it. Like I can disagree with something and not have to complain directly to the developers. Like okay, they made their case why they had to do it. You know, I don't like that they did it, but I'm not. It's not the end of my life. It's like I mean, it's a video game, you know. So um, and the original still exists. You can still play it on PS4. Hmm. Um. Did uh.
1: Well here's the thing though, when you when you if you have a disc PS five, like a disc con- like the, the the flagship model, um, and you put in that PS four sorry, yeah, the PS four copy of Spider Man and it's going to have to authenticate and download something onto that PS five console, correct?
0: Uh, I don't know about download, but it will, I guess, transfer the stuff, right?
1: Yeah, like, you're you're essentially, like, it's not going to give you the updated version of, like, the PS5. No, or, no it's going to give you the actual PS4 version. Yes, I okay. believe so. Gotcha, gotcha. Matt, you said you, pre- you found the pre-order on the website.
2: Is that how you did it? So I went to the PS Store website, typed in Spider-Man, Miles Morales is there, says it's for PS4. Like, there's a little tag. I clicked on that. And then if you scroll down, there's editions, and there's PS5 editions down there in the Ultimate or Standard Edition form. There you go, Ryan. All right.
1: All right. I, I plan on playing, like, the stuff that I plan on playing on PS5 if I follow through with the pre-order is going to be the Spider-Man games, like Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, uh, Part Two, and then I might even do Uncharted 4 because I haven't even played that yet. Maybe I'll just do that on PS5. Is there an upgraded version of that? Or are they doing anything with that?
0: It's so old. I doubt um, you'll see it anytime soon. At least, Hmm. I think they would have already announced that as a good launch day thing. How how was that running on your uh,
1: PS4? Did that that come into uh, did that kind of ruin systems like Last of Us did or Ghost? I don't
0: recall how it performed. I mean, this was like a couple years ago now, right? So fuck, jeez,
2: I'm really far behind. (laughs) Wait, you're talking about Spider Man? How it performed?
0: No. no, Uncharted 4.
2: Oh, Uncharted, sorry.
0: Hmm. All right, uh, let's hop into the stories for this week. Um, first one here, uh, EA is being sued in Canada over loot boxes. This comes from, us, uh, from GameSpot. Uh, a class action lawsuit has been brought against EA Games in Canada with the plaintiffs essentially arguing that the games giant is profiting off an illegal gambling business by selling randomized loot boxes for cash. It's remarkably similar to a suit filed against EA in California this August, which alleged that FIFA's ultimate uh, team mode is essentially gambling. Uh, Though you always get something from a loot box in this game, you don't know what it will be. So the Canadian suit was first spotted at Vancouver's Who's Getting Sued column (laughs) by the patch God! a game industry-focused law blog. Uh, The patch notes has found and uploaded the full notice of civil claim, which contains the full details of the lawsuit. So this has kind of been we've we've kind of talked about this um and there's been several several stories different countries have their different you know courts ruling yeah. on this kind of stuff. Belgium so I guess deemed it gambling. It's time for Canada, which is our our home country, so it'd be interesting to see what happens.
1: Do you guys consider this gambling? I
0: don't know um, how I feel.
1: And sorry, and with the but they're going after EA specifically? Was it that a sounds specific, like it yeah. Was it a specific game or was it just EA in general?
0: Uh as far as I know just EA, but I mean I don't think we have the details on what actually they're going after.
2: You know what I'll you know what I'll say. I'll say I don't know whether it's gambling. Oh, uh, acor- what
0: they both purchased just Madden loot boxes, so they're talking about Madden. Oh, okay. gotcha. Well,
2: I'll, I'll say this is I don't know whether it's gambling according to the the dictionary definition or whatever, but from what very little I do know about gambling addiction, it or at least like having negative experiences online in general, like loot boxes do provide a negative experience, in my opinion. And like, I do see people, you know, kind of panic a bit sometimes. Some people get like pretty stressed out about making sure they get as many loot boxes as they can. Cause they're limited time for this, whatever. And like trying like to get Ryan, a certain thing and, and...
1: overwatch and those well... archive boxes. Well, that, that's that exactly once. what I
2: mean though, is like, is like that, that is like, that is a negative experience. I like, I don't know the exact symptoms of, you know, gambling addiction, but I would imagine it's something similar to this where you're kind of like panicked, like, Oh, just one more hand of cards or just one more pull of that, like arm on the, on the slot machine. Like, this is just like, Oh, just one more, just one more. And even though you're getting something every time out of these loot boxes, these digital ones, I would assume that the experience, especially if some, if you're susceptible to it, if for whatever reason, you would have to talk to a medical professional about that. But, like, if you're susceptible to it or you really like the game and you really want something specific, I can see how it would drag you down. Uh, uh, yeah, 100%, I would say. Like, 100%, like, that, 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 that's my opinion is what I mean. Like, that's definitely where I stand. Like, it, it's, it's a negative experience. I don't know how they should handle it legally, but I don't think it's... This this was not put in to make the game more fun. Okay, um I'm trying to find
1: the specific parts of like like what happens with these Madden loot boxes. I'm trying to
0: It also says uh, various loot boxes in NHL games.
2: So Yeah, it's the ultimate team modes I would assume, right?
0: Yeah. But like, what what do you
1: I'm just trying to find what do you get out of these loop like when you actually open it up what does it give you or what do you have a chance of getting or not getting that's what I'm curious mm.
0: about could I'm you picture to... a I guess what's the what's the gambling like um, what's a similar gambling like game Would 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 like just the slot machine be similar?
2: um but you but don't the, get it you don't get any you don't yeah. get stuff every time it's not like there's a winner yeah. every time that that
1: that's why i'm going to be the i'm going to be the the odd one out here and i'm going to actually say that i don't consider loot boxes and i'm when i'm thinking loot boxes if i'm not going to talk about ea specifically i'm going to use overwatch as the prime example i don't consider that gambling because you're simply making a purchase and you're being you're getting a draw of items and those are yours and they're going to be degrees of rarity and that's it when you gamble you have an opportunity to come away with nothing you can go in there with a surplus of money and you can walk away with with zero or less money like in debt and you can show nothing for it you can't do that with loot boxes Yes, I find loot boxes to be completely predatory, like they're clearly going for this, but I actually don't consider loot boxes gambling. Like lottery tickets are gambling in my eyes, loot boxes are not. The same thing with like, like. Uh, hockey card packs from the from the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Like when you got a mystery pack of hockey cards, you or Pokemon cards, same thing. You go to the store, you're buying a set of Pokemon cards. You know you're getting five or six cards in the pack. They could be de- to varying degrees of rarity. You know the odds and what is guaranteed in the pack, but you don't know what the specific cards cards are. Because if they if they're going to go after after uh quote unquote loot boxes, like they need to be going after a lot of other companies that sell practical, empirical versions of
2: this, not just digital ones. Even those little plastic things. Like, if we take it away, because I'm pretty sure in Ultimate Team, like, I've seen somebody play it for a very brief period of time, like, specifically the NHL one, and this was years ago. And I'm fairly certain it's, you know, essentially like hockey cards, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone in the audience there, but I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that's, that's what it looked like anyway, to me, just hockey cards. And then you do like, I guess you can play as those players now or something. I don't, I don't know much about hockey and I don't know much about ultimate team. Um, but like, if let's just say it is like the hockey cards, then it's just a digital version. I'm with you on that. Like, it's just a digital version of the hockey cards in real life. And if you just take it out of cards, you know, if we try to like, compared to something else it's very similar to those uh, little plastic figures that you can buy that are like the fallout ones or any any like number of licenses not the pop figures but the random box ones where it's like oh collect them all but like you know you buy 10 and you might get like five of the same one those are effectively loot boxes
0: yeah i think so i mean they literally sell physical loot boxes nowadays too
1: yeah. EA um, Ga- to reveal loot box odds in FIFA and Madden.
0: Gamespot does note here that as a class action lawsuit, this suit is a civil suit, and thus has no bearing on government regulation. Though a successful result for the plaintiffs may put pressure on the government to introduce new legislation. I'm,
1: well, like, damn. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find out what you. I'm trying to find out what you actually get in one of these boxes. Like, what is? What are you lottering for? Like, is it is it jersey skins? Is it poses? Is it?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. Uh,
1: I'm wondering.
0: I wonder if I go to the PlayStation store, what uh... if if it's successful? I mean, you could you could definitely see people suing over Overwatch and other games.
2: Well, it's, you know, what's interesting too, because like, if you think about it, let's say, okay, so maybe, maybe it's because there's skill involved. I don't know. But like, at what point, at what point is a loot box no longer a loot box? So for example, we go and we play a match in Left 4 Dead. I'm just making something up. You, we go play a match in Left 4 Dead. And let's say at the end of Left 4 Dead, every single time we do a match, there's a random roll for a random skin. Is that a loot box? Technically, it required skill to get to the end of it. Right. So it could be you could be like, oh, this is more of a carnival game because you know you had to like shoot the little BB gun or you know throw a dart at the balloon or whatever like you would at the fair. And whether it's prize every time or not, it's a yep. game of skill. And so if you're really good at it, then you will be you know effectively rewarded more. Whereas something where it's just alt it's just like all loot boxes, like there's no skill in purchasing, I mean, maybe you could argue it, but, like, there's no skill in purchasing Overwatch loot boxes. There's no skill in opening them. You know, it's not like you... But, but like, you could... Well, like, you could argue that, well, you know, you, there's... Every week, you get nine wins. Every three wins, you get a loot box. And then sometimes there's other loot box rewards for, you know, playing around in a certain mode. You could say, oh, I got my nine in one night... Because I'm good at the game and I got my team to the victory. And therefore I earned these loot boxes. I didn't just... Whatever. But then there's the whole marketplace where it's like you can just buy them. So then it's like... Then there's that whole caveat where it's like... Well, now you can buy them. So... Like this... This... I mean... We could be overreaching. We could be overthinking. And maybe they're... They're... they're Like this is more or less concerning loot boxes in their most direct and obvious form. But this could... Overreach, like this, could overreach, or it could maybe maybe it's a good thing, but like it could go to other things than than what we're thinking of. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I think I think the
1: uh, early on, uh, developers saw and and publishers saw the problem that, that loot boxes were going to cause long term, and I think that's where the season passes and the tavern passes or whatever passes you want to call them kind of introduced to kind of like oh, okay. How about instead of that, we do this system where you're just gonna buy in and you're gonna get the set amount of awards based on what you play? Uh, I think that was their way of like predicting the future to see how how badly these were going to get. Um, I'm see like I'm curious to know if if this lawsuit would move forward if if you earned those loot boxes in game if you never actually paid for them if you only ever earned them through um, uh, skill or progression and if they still considered it gambling but because you pay for them. This is Yeah, cuz like
2: too. that that's the part that's that's like skillless if you will. Mm-hmm. But if you earned it and it's random, it's like, well, cuz like could like could you say that the loot of like okay, I'm playing World of Warcraft and I kill some orc or something and he drops a random thing of loot. Like is that a loot box? Like is that a loot box?
1: Mhm. That is a good question. I'm curious to see how this uh
0: this lawsuit goes. Uh, I'm just on the Canadian Encyclopedia. No, I'm not familiar with this website, but it, it says gambling is the betting of something of value on the outcome of a contingency or event, the result of which is uncertain and may be determined by chance, skill, a combination of chance and skill, or a contest.
2: Huh. So, I mean, technically speaking, I may, like, I mean, not a lawyer, but like, if I was buying FIFA Ultimate Team packs. To get a certain player, a certain item, right? Whatever it is, a certain item, a certain player, whatever I'm getting out of this thing. And I am betting that if I buy a pack of 40 or something, again, most of this is skeptical, like just randomly making, making it up. But it's like that I'm gambling to get that, even though I'm getting other stuff. I'm gambling to get that. Yeah. Like, I guess you could argue like a slot machine doesn't always pay out but you're always going to obviously be going for the jackpot. You're not going to be going for the second prize. You're gonna be going for number one. You're the biggest, the biggest money. So every time you pull that lever, you're, you're, you're doing that with the intention of getting the biggest payout, whatever that biggest payout is.
0: I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. Hopefully we'll get some more coverage on what's happening. I mean, it's in Canada. So who knows who's uh, paying attention to it? Maybe the, um, Who's getting sued? Call them. We'll keep us updated.
2: Well, here, here's a really small little thing to add to it too. I feel like I feel like game devs realized this was going to happen, and that's why a lot of them went to battle passes because that requires skill.
0: That's true, and I, I think in the long run, I prefer battle passes. Over... And you buy
2: if you want to buy to catch up. You literally are buying each tier. You know exactly what you're buying. Yeah, Like, I am buying Tier 50. Tier
0: 50 gives me a gun. Like, Alright, let's move on here. Um, Ubisoft Connect wants to make cross-progression a standard moving forward. Again, from GameSpot, uh, Ubisoft's making a big change to its main player services, Uplay and the Ubisoft Club. Going forward, they will live under the Ubisoft Connect umbrella, which is an ambitious platform from the French game publishers, uh, publisher that aims to help players stay connected via things like cross-progression and cross-platform support. Uh, ubisoft connect will debut on october 29th with the launch of watchdogs legion players who have a ubisoft account can play uh, progress and stay in touch with friends anywhere ubisoft said the new connect service will make cross-platform features a standard moving forward this kicks off with legion later this month uh while games like assassin's creed valhalla immortals phoenix rising and riders republic will also support full cross progression um i sort of it's unclear what they actually mean by progression. I imagine like this your saves.
1: I, I, I imagine that your your save and your progress is gonna live on the server. It's gonna be online. Oh similar to yeah. like to, to Overwatch. I it can, sounds fantastic. Yeah, which sounds great. Did they mention it at all about any retroactively putting this in any older game? Like could they just implement this on Watchdog's Origin or something?
0: Not not in this article, I don't think. Uh, they did say that were the press release states that the cross progression will be available on all platforms and services. This includes PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 and Nintendo Switch. Also streaming services like Stadia, GeForce Now Luna um, <laughs> Stadia Nothing about older games though This They'd have to update them right I guess to take advantage of this I guess yeah
2: I mean this is I mean this this seems like a very next gen feeling thing, if that makes yeah. sense. Like it feels like it's something that will be big and maybe even other companies will use something similar in PS5, you know, Xbox Series X games, those type of things. But I mean if those games are live, I could definitely see like live games where they're definitely still played and stuff. I could definitely see the like something like this being updated on older games. It just depends on I, I suppose. Like you're not you're probably not going to see this on Far Cry Five, you know? Yeah. You know, but, because like the live aspect of that game was what was it? It was like do these like challenges that came out every week, and it was just like one or oh, one or yeah. two sets of challenges, something. It was like That's very right. loose. It wasn't really like serious. And then who cares?
0: Um, what's What's nice about this, though, although you don't you don't get cross. Like you don't get the game if you own it on PS Five, you don't get it on PC. That makes sense. If you if you own both versions, you know that's kind of nice. Yeah, that you can just play wherever you want. Especially I have for... games. I have games that I buy just to look at on PC. Yeah, as as I,
1: was, I, was, I was say, this is perfect for you. You can pick when you want to just look at it. You can pick it up where you left off.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd be fantastic. So I'm I'm pretty excited. I hope this. Uh, hope other publishers kind of do similar similar things. No other thoughts. That's it. I'm all everyone's, for this. Any anything, on yeah,
1: anything that makes uh makes moving progress over easier. I'm totally for it.
2: I, I think this is one of those things where it's like, <clears throat> it's it's a modern thing. It's a modern thing that's a no brainer. It sounds like it's going to be very easy to like for the player to get their save data everywhere, and it's just like it just makes sense. It's sort of like how we expect. When we get a new PS4 or, like, whatever, if our PS4 broke or something, we get a new PS4, we just expect to download those game saves, you know? It's just sort of like an uh, expectation I, now. I, you know what? Now that I,
1: the way you phrase that, that actually makes me wonder, like, what does PlayStation and X, uh, Microsoft feel about this um because one of the advertising features of their (laughs) playstation plus and their games for gold are cloud savings like that stuff for you to throw up to the cloud and for you to save and bring up to the other one um and i know not every developer and studio is doing this but like if this becomes just a standard like aren't they undermining of one of the advertising bullet
2: points for those services I would say no, because this is cross-platform. I don't think Microsoft is going to try to sync your save over to a PlayStation 5. So what would probably end up happening is, is like, Ubisoft... I mean, just is total speculation, but, like, Ubisoft will handle making sure that it gets onto the Xbox platform in whatever form. Uh, there's a save, basically, for you there. And then if you want to go and play on your Switch go play on your switch and then you want to come back to the xbox like that save is updated but i wouldn't be surprised although i could be wrong that xbox would still be your your save backup on the xbox so like if if like you lost if like ubisoft connect heaven forbid lost the data then and you were playing on Xbox. Xbox probably still has your data somewhere, depending on if everything is in the cloud or like constantly but online. But how have,
1: but like that—that that still undermines it though, because if they can, if they, if Ubisoft Connect can back it up, can use it to to move it over from system to to from system to competing system, they can still absolutely do that to move it over from system to system within its own ecosystem, like within its own family. So it still undercuts the 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 cloud saving thing and i also have a feeling the way this is going to work is it's not going there's not going to be a local save file on any system like there's not going to be a save file on xbox or s or x or ps5 ps4 pc or whatever there's just going to be a settings save file it's going to just there's going to be a local file for any sort of option changes that you make similar to overwatch and all the progression is still going to be server side and that's just going to live on ubisoft And it becomes, I think, it's going to become a problem. Is if you are trying to boot that game and you're offline, it's not going to know. It's not going to have that information to pull. But I think that's how it's going to do it. It's it's going to literally just make a save file for any option changes you make, and then all the progress is going to live online. That's how I think it's going to get handled. Hmm, That's interesting.
0: Although this is only one publisher doing this, Um, it had to take off, and like Activision had to do it, and. But bunch more, of other publishers before before it starts hurting, the yeah, but, Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus before
1: yeah. I think it's gonna be a while before anyone starts crying and complaining about it. But like other games, do this do this now, right? If I'm not mistaken, you're like isn't your isn't the Call of Duty progress all server side? Like if you if you move over from one to uh,
0: I, don't, I don't know about Call of Duty. I I don't
1: like like your online multiplayer progress.
0: I don't know. I really don't know.
1: I was just assume that that would be server-side. Like, you just log into another... Your
0: profile in another system, it's all there. I'd be curious about MMOs like um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. If you're playing that on PS4, is that your same game? Is that your same save? I would assume it's even... Do you have to I, make a whole new account for that.
1: Hmm... Do you, know. si- do you sign into like Bethesda Net when you do Elder Scrolls Online on a console? Does it Does not make you sign in with that anyways?
0: I'd have to imagine you would. I, I haven't played it on console. I'm-, I'm trying to think of any examples that I know for sure, though, have the same save on PS- PC and PS4. On PC and PS4? I don't know any uh, off the top of my head well um, uh
2: Fortnite, like Fortnite, your progress but that's more like a online only game again oh, that, there you go that, 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 that,
1: oh, that's that, a good that's a good one that that goes back to the server like your progress for Fortnite is on the server it's not it's, it's not on epic your, servers yeah. yeah it's not on your console at all just your your local save file but stuff like the witcher has cross save between um the witcher 3 has cross save between pc and switch
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, you can you can pick up progress between those two, no problem. But the PS4 and the Xbox One or the Xbox versions you can't.
2: What the hell? Yeah.
1: But you didn't there is cross cross save support between Witcher 3 on PC and Nintendo Switch.
2: That is I'm almost speechless. (laughs) Like I'm really (laughs) shocked, actually. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought for sure the, like, I don't know, I always think, like, the Switch is, like, really underpowered, of which, it, you know, you whatever it, it is. can be. It, 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 it's underpowered compar- to an extent. Comparatively, it is. um But, like, <laughs> I just get the, like, I get the impression for some reason that everything the Switch does is, like, super compressed or, like, different. So, I always think, like, oh, like, their save files are probably, like, some crazy, like you know like enter a code like not literally but like the, it does it in the background when you press load it like enters a code and like regenerates your save or something
1: there's this weird like yeah i know what you're saying like there's this weird nintendo rule set to everything that like would prevent it from cooperating with any other ecosystem anywhere
2: yeah yeah it's like it's it, even their own system like i think i'm i think i have a nintendo link id or something and Nintendo I'm logging Network in as a ID. third party. And it's like, yeah, it says like I'm logging in as an external service or something. And I'm like, no, I literally oh switched God. to this because on my DS, you told me to.
0: Yeah. All right. Our next story here, um, the Xbox iPhone and iPad app uh, got updated. I imagine the Android one was probably updated a while ago, right? Do you know, Matt? Uh, the the Xbox your, app? Yeah.
2: The Xbox app was updated, I believe, on the same day... I believe so. I I guess they're
0: just... The UI
2: UI looked new on that day. I looked that day, and then it looked new.
0: (laughs) I guess they're just talking about iPhone and iPad because it's kind of like the... Because they didn't get the xCloud support? Yeah, more than likely. Maybe they're just focusing on that. You can now remote play from iPhone and iPad, um, which is not necessarily xCloud, but you can stream games from your console um, over Wi-Fi or, I guess, if you have a good enough connection... From yeah, you
2: were trying to remote. You were trying to remote play to my freaking Xbox.
0: Okay, yeah. So that was the weirdest thing. So I got this update. I wanted to give it a try um, to see if I could do it on my home network. Uh, I had signed in on Matt's Xbox, probably back when you got it, right? Like
2: years ago, anyway.
0: Yeah, um, and my account's kind of just been dormant on your console for years, and for some reason, it I guess it thinks that that console is also mine. It was tied to my Microsoft account, and so when I tried to connect to my console. To remote play. It uh, it interrupted Matt. He just so <laughs> happened to be playing. He just so happened to be playing games on his Xbox at the time too, which is even more funny. Um,
2: I wonder it, if it would have like turned my console on.
0: Probably, it might have. Because so what like, did you see, Matt?
2: So okay, so I was on War Thunder and I was playing on my profile, and then a, a thing would pop up, like one of the little, uh, like the little tiny notifications would pop up. And it would say, sorry, Ryan, and then a full, like, window would show up in front of me, and it would be like, you need to sign in with a controller because this is sensitive information. And I kept, like, dismissing it and dismissing it because I thought my Xbox was, like, had a weird update glitch, and I just didn't care. And then it happened, like, again, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to let it load and see if I can say don't show this again because I wasn't letting the Windows content load. And then it loaded, and it was like a password field, and I was like, okay, get it out of here. And then I texted you. And then you're like, I'm trying to get this remote play going. And I was like, Yeah, well, you're, you're, for whatever fucking reason, you're remote playing to me. You're <laughs> playing to my Xbox.
0: And I had a hell of a time trying to add my own console. There's options to add consoles uh, where you get like a code that's supposed to appear on your Xbox. Um, that wasn't working. Uh, I didn't see any option to like choose a different Xbox. Um, I had to actually go in, uh, log into Microsoft's website, go to my account, go to my devices delete Matt's Xbox from my account. And then you finally were able to delete my account off your Xbox itself. And not only that, that wasn't enough. It still didn't didn't work. I had to then go into the app, go to like a console list, and then pull down on the page to refresh it. And finally my (laughs) Xbox showed up. Now. (laughs) And then Roleplay worked fine. Now.
1: Holy crap. So which means all those years, your Xbox, Ryan was not your home xbox
0: apparently but apparently. It, it's it's very unclear on how to set your home xbox i know on playstation you just go into the settings and say make this my home console so here's the thing if knowing that knowing now that that was not that your
1: xbox is not your quote-unquote home xbox in hindsight does it make any sort of like lack of functionality like make does it make sense to you now like like were were there things that were supposed that it was supposed to do as a home console? No, that this is the wo- first
0: time I encountered anything that was an issue.
1: Oh, like auto updates probably were still happening or like yep, any sort yep. of auto like your cloud saves were automatically going up?
0: As far as I can tell, mm-hmm. nothing else has changed.
1: Cuz <laughs> Because it'd be funny if, like, you switching over to your actual Xbox now, like, it made your Xbox user experience so much more streamlined oh, yeah. and pleasant. You're just like, oh, this is the this way it's supposed been, to be. This whole time you living in hell, yeah. <laughs> just because you
0: haven't been playing on, quote-unquote, your Xbox. Um, so, yeah, so now you can both uh, stream from your console on on both PS4 and Xbox One. And I imagine the functionality is also coming to the next-gen consoles. Uh, so, there you go. I haven't tried playing a game yet because I, I, they want you to sync like a controller, and I just didn't want to go through the hassle of syncing one of my controllers and then having to sync it back to someone else. Um, does this app let me
1: uh, stream anything from the Xbox app on my Windows 10 PC to my iPhone? What can I play? Can I play what? anything? Can <laughs> the I play Xbox
2: app from your PC through what? Like- yeah.
1: So, you guys can play an Xbox game on your Xbox on your phone, correct? Yeah. Can I play a Xbox <laughs> game from my computer oh my on my phone?
0: That's a good question. That thought. is a good question. I honestly don't know the answer to that.
2: We, right Adriana, we're not the people to ask. We, we we were currently signing into the wrong console across <laughs> across several kilometers of dif- distance and different ISPs. So, while I while I was trying to play War Thunder and call out numbers, so. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's really strange about this whole experience too is like I wonder if you wouldn't have been able to even see the console if I wasn't online. Like was it a was it never a, known. Was it a fluke of me being online? Like was it one of these weird things where, you know, they've tested it internally, whatever they had to do, but obviously they haven't tested like our specific use case of you signing in on some mm-hmm. random specific update. Like mm-hmm. is it is that is that the thing? Like is that the thing that's broke it? Like where, where it's like some random, like, I don't know, I'm just guessing, like, was it just this random update that broke it? Was it, was it the fact that I was online and your thing wasn't detected online? Was it because one thing was on Wi-Fi or one thing was wired on yours or like, I don't know how have you set up. Yeah, but
0: maybe, it, maybe because you were online, it thought my account was active on that Xbox. And so it was only trying to connect to that one.
2: Like, was your Xbox on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you you, were you signed in? oh yeah yeah see that's so bizarre because then it's like so now i guess you'd be able to sign into two consoles at once maybe but yet i wasn't quite signed in like i said the password field showed up so like if i had been like oh it just wants ryan's password and let's say i knew your password and i typed it in would that
0: it probably would have kicked me off Would that would it (laughs) if yours was if yours was the home device that would take uh priority right I guess because I don't think I like like Marty signed it on my on my PS4. I don't think I can turn it on and kick him off of his own console. Yeah, you can. You can. Yes. So if if you you if guys he was the band did
2: that did that to me repeatedly in a game where I kept getting kicked out <laughs> and it was because like Marty didn't want to make his make a profile. So he just kept signing in as me and it kept kicking me out. So then I would sign back in thinking it was a PSN problem and which would kick him out and then he would sign back in and then I oh messaged God. like. Cause you were the only other person that I had my 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 profile signed into, and I said, "Are you guys trying to sign into my profile?" And your guys are like, "Yeah, just hold up." And then it then you didn't do it
0: again. We've been causing you trouble for years, man. For years,
2: <laughs> fucking technical
1: troubles, fuck. And that's why I put password local passwords on those accounts
2: that uh, are signed yeah. into.
1: If you if you try to sign into to mine yeah. on Ryan's console, you'll be greeted with a four digit pin you need to put in.
2: Which isn't—I was gonna say it's bad, but like at least it's like just a pin for the console. Because I was gonna say, oh yeah, there's been a few times where I'm like, Ryan, I need you to sign into something because I can't right now. I need you just to buy something for me with my currency. <laughs> like if my PlayStation Four broke today, I would just tell Ryan to log into my profile in Seventy Six. I have enough atoms saved. Buy me to the end of the season, and then I'll just wait for the PS Five.
1: You know, you know what a what a easier thing to do would be. Is just go tell Ryan to go in and label his as your home console, what? and then and then you can, yeah, like literally just have Ryan assign his PlayStation as your home console,
2: and then you could just remote play in yourself and do it yourself whenever you could just use remote Ryan's- play to Ryan's house, yeah, that's yeah. not gonna work. No, no, remote play to Ryan's house specifically, okay, with his internet. Sorry, <laughs> you could have a user who- a
1: user, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like
2: we, need to, we, need to, not, we need to scratch need
1: to Not Ryan. a <laughs> Ryan Johnson level of internet. Yes, but in theory, you could do that. And then you could just, like, remote play. I, I, I tell my brother that all the time. He, he complains about, like, wanting to play certain games. And I'm like, Juliano, like, this this PS4 that I have is labeled as your home console. If you just install an app on your on your fucking computer, you could just remote play to this PS4. You could just play it whenever you want from your home and he just just doesn't get it he doesn't understand it
0: but he liked Google Stadia he which is loves. kind of the same thing
2: he fucking loves Google Stadia like he he can't shut up about it that's you know what that's the first person I've mm. ever heard speak good of it to be honest although he's he also the very first person really that I've heard speak about it other than industry folk he,
1: he doesn't he, his philosophy was he doesn't want a physical console he says this is exactly what I want I want a controller and that's mm. it to tell him about luna i think uh i haven't talked to him about it but he probably he's probably heard about it so or even x lab i guess I, even, I i even offer i'm like oh juliana when, when i get my ps5 and i play hell i can play hell divers backwards compatible you know with sean and roshan you can then take the ps4 and then you can play hell divers and we can all play together because now we'll have a con- we'll all have consoles that, w- that can run it and he's like i'm absolutely <laughs> he's like i'm absolutely not taking a fucking console like i want to get rid of any console i don't want another box so that's uh that's his thing on it
0: all right let's hop into the next story here uh 2k apologizes uh sort of for nba 2k21's in-game commercials uh this is from Gamespot. a recent nba 2k21 update added an unwanted feature to the game unskippable ads uh, for the oculus quest 2 placing them on loading screens as players waited for matches to begin Many saw this as a greedy move on publisher 2K Games' part, but the company has offered an apology. In a post on the official NBA 2K Twitter account, the company said uh, it has put advertisements into 2K TV segments before, but they weren't intended to be part of the pre-game introduction. That will be fixed with newer episodes, and it should make them less invasive. So that sounds like there's still going to be ads. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There's still going to be ads. They're, what it they're,
1: sounds like. <laughs> they're they're essentially saying we're sorry that you're so upset. That's essentially what.
0: They're yeah, saying. and that it wasn't supposed to be in, uh, what they call it,
1: the pregame,
0: pregame introduction. But
1: here's the thing, though: when they say it wasn't supposed to be part of it, what do they mean by that? Because like yeah. they clearly <laughs> put it there. Like somebody they somebody made a decision to put that there and. It's not like they just said, "Okay, put the game out." Like, they they there's a whole process, and there's approvals, yeah. and there's test plays, and yeah. this and that. It's like didn't mean to do it. Get the fuck out, of and here, Two K.
0: Th- this hurts extra because the um, this is the American price. Uh, they're going to be selling their next gen version of NBA Two K Twenty One for seventy dollars, which is normally sixty dollars in the U.S. Without an upgrade path, uh, free or paid. So they've increased their price of the game, all the while adding advertisements. And I believe they also have microtransactions. Is that correct? I was was waiting
1: for Matt's laugh. Oh, yeah. The the capitalist side of Matt just fucking loves this. They're
2: just piling it on. Like, it's nuts. That's what I was saying is like the goal. Like, I think Tim, no, I shouldn't say I said it. I think Tim said it. Tim said, like, in most industries, you know, we're trying to, I'm paraphrasing him, it's like, In most industries, like, you know, things are trying to get easier, more accessible, whether that's through cheaper methods or better UX or better UI, whatever it is, right? They're trying to be better, faster, easier, whatever. But gaming is like, no, 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 hang on a minute, hang on a minute here. You're on my game for (laughs) how long? I want you on for twice as long. I want two times the ads. Like, let's get the microphone recording in there. I want NB2K TV in there. Like, you know, whatever, like,
1: whatever. I'm not surprised that ads have made their way into games. Um Cause like this just feels like the natural progress of any sort of commercial uh, media outlet, like like movie theaters. There was a time where you bought a movie ticket, you sat down in a theater, and the fucking movie started. At best, there were trailers, but at least those were just for upcoming movies that you can you knew you were going to come back to the theater for. But now we have like we sit down two advertisements, we have commercials leading up to the trailers. Uh, there's commercials on the posters all around the theater, and like it just doesn't surprise me that they that a paid game in which you're paying money for, which probably has some sort of season pass or some sort of loot box, also has then advertisements in there which you can't skip. This does not surprise me.
0: It's just it's just kind of sad in an industry where like video games are massive now; they're multi-billion-dollar industry. Uh, I believe they're bigger than Hollywood. And they're still just trying to soak out as much money as they can,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and maybe that's because they're growing. I'm not sure if that's just like a side effect. <laughs> um, like I understand these games are expensive to make. I'm not totally against the $10 increase in price. Yeah, but it just seems like on top of the microtransactions and season passes, and it's just getting a bit much. Yeah,
2: it's getting to be it's getting to the point. <clears throat> excuse me, it's getting to the point where it's like. Every single thing of a game is monetized. So it's like, like, like uh, a prime example would be brand new right now, you know, or today, the little, you know, little teaser or little trailer for the Brotherhood came out. Very first thing I'm thinking of is I got to prepare my gold stores in the game because I bet you they're going to use gold. I got to make sure I got caps so I can buy other stuff. And I'm probably going to end up, you know, buying a bunch of stuff in the Atomic Shop because I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of Brotherhood stuff. So I better save up some at, at, like Atomic Shop stuff. Or back in the day, I remember, like, I don't know, first thing that popped in my mind was Mercenaries Playgrounds of Destruction, or Playground of Destruction. Uh, that game, I remember, like, when I was, like, we played it, it's an old game, to be fair, but, it like, I played it when I was really young, and I remember, like, the big thing was getting, like, the bunker buster and getting, like, the hundred million at the end and stuff like that. And so you could just buy whatever you wanted and, like, buy sports cars and stuff like that in the game and have them drop in. That was like you earned that. Like that was like oh like and and it was grind. You know there was you you could argue there was a grind there, and you had you know I had to work for it and whatever. But that's exactly it. I worked for it and got it. Whereas like th- now games are like no 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 no. no, You're not get a hundred million. I get a hundred million. You're gonna get twenty million or you get a hundred million if you pay me thirty dollars per season. You got to do that by next Wednesday. Like that's literally how games are now. And then on like. Tuesday, before that final Wednesday, we're going to do double the experience for six hours. And then we're going to do a giveaway on our store. But if you don't, and you're like, you know what I mean? Like that UI UX enhancement that like kind of started this whole rant is gone. Like in gaming, it is gone. It is not there. It's like, it's literally the opposite. It's like, they want you to play all the time, always be monetized, always be paying, always be, always be there. And now the monetization effectively quote unquote forces you to be there you pay for a season pass which makes you stay there because you feel as though you need to spend the money yes fallout fallout season pass is free i understand that but still but you pay for something called fallout first baby
0: matt it breaks my heart that you pay for that
2: yeah it's uh
0: matt that scrap box is fantastic
2: yeah you know how you guys are like damn i'm low on low on aluminum
0: yeah Whenever you, one not. of you,
2: like, ask, I just give you, like, 100, because I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it it breaks my heart that you pay for follow first. There's, there. I have this really weird, I don't know whether this is, like, I'm not going to go too into this, because it might be a little dark, but, like, I have this weird thing where I, like, I'll resist something for a while, season passes, subscriptions, whatever, and then I slowly realize, like, I, I almost, like, determine my place, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a consumer, and I'm, like, I'm going to buy this, like, they got me. Like I know my place, and I just, just buy you it. You accept it? Yeah, just like it, I don't know whether that's dark or whatever, but it just feels doesn't feel good. <laughs> but it
0: like, uh, yeah, yeah. So I just buy it, and then that's it. All right, let's hop to our final story. Uh, should this is, also could double as a query corner question? Should streamers pay game developers? Um, again, the GameSpot article. Uh, Alex Hutchinson is the creative director at Montreal Studio of Stadia Games and Entertainment. He posted a thread of tweets uh, breaking down his views surrounding streamers and whether business licenses for games should be introduced. Hutchinson believes that streamers generate revenue from games uh, they've uh, they've either obtained for free or very little money, motivating his stance that content creators owe game developers a cut. And one of his tweets said, uh, quote, the real truth is the streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use, Uh, end quote. Uh, Google actually responded to this um, and they kind of distanced themselves from Hutchinson's remarks. And Google said, quote, the recent tweet tweets by Alex Hutchinson, creative director at the Montreal studio of Stadia games and entertainment do not reflect those of Stadia, YouTube or Google, end quote. So I guess uh we had a lengthy me and Matt had a lengthy conversation about this on uh on our own private time here. But uh Adriana what's your take to this?
1: I inherently can't disagree with this uh what's his name Hutchin- Hutchinson Hutchinson's yeah with his uh thing it's not looking at any other like you would have to license out any sort of music that you were to utilize in your work, you would have to license out any other show or film or book depending on how you're using it. But there's also the fair use review practice in which that can be
0: utilized. But not every Twitch streamer is reviewing the game.
1: Not every Twitch streamer is reviewing the game and even fair use has to be done properly because a lot of people who claim fair use don't actually use that properly. So like it's not it's it's weird because like i i'm trying to think of like how he how a film studio would feel about because like you can't just put a movie online and commentate on top of it that is a uh, big, that is a within big reasons
2: up. right I don't know. But but hold on.
1: But you're saying, Matt, give me, give me tell me what you think like what example what example are you thinking of?
2: I'm thinking of like, okay, so let's say we're doing a review. I know a review is fair use or like whatever. I I shouldn't say I know because I'm not a lawyer. As far as I understand it, uh a review is fair use. So I guess my question is like how much of the movie can I show in my review? With original audio versus my own audio on top versus having to cut to like, you know, how like if you take a bunch of scenes and you just jumble them up and you're like cutting through like the different scenes in like the trailer or something. Obviously, that's not the movie and it's obvious. But like if you're if I if I'm telling like, you know, you guys, let's say you guys are my audience. And I'm like, you know, this one scene at Pulp Fiction is awesome. I really like this one scene. Mm-hmm. Check it out. And I show a four minute clip. Is that OK? I don't know.
1: So here's the thing. In what I would consider to be for use, if, for use, fair use, for that example, that four minute clip of what you would say, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Okay, I would say if you're isolating specific parts of the work and then you are commenting either constructively or you just want to uh, mock it in any degree, that would be fair use. I think. From I think for me, the 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 line that comes down to is. Can I, as the viewer, walk away from that content, from that Twitch streamer, and have absorbed the entirety of the creative work? Do I now not have to go and look at that work to get its full effect? So Hmm. there are, so there are, like, you guys have probably heard the common phrase of like video essays on YouTube. Like, video essays are a very popular thing on YouTube.
0: Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up.
1: Yeah, video essays, especially with films, especially when they're breaking down like cinematography and you know motifs and themes and all that stuff, are very popular. Can you can you give an example of a of a video essay? I've heard it, but I don't, I couldn't like write it down. Uh, there is a um, channel called Hats Off Entertainment. Okay. And there there these channels pop up every couple of years. Like they're very they're very well crafted uh, analysis. Of films or TV shows, sure, and they'll—they're very, very well done. Short, four to seven minute documentary-like uh, uh, look at at films and there's traditionally voiceovers on top of it. You very rarely see the actual the 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 producer or the the talent or the streamer whatever you want to call them. It's usually voiceover on top of clips talking about why this works, why this doesn't. There there've been a lot of a uh, lot of famous channels over the years. Um One new one that that fairly that started up this year is called Hats Off Entertainment. I quite like there's ones in the past that have ended like they've actually wrapped up the channels like uh, one called Every Frame a Painting, which is really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's one popular one. I think he's kind of fell by the wayside. He's not really put anything out recently, but was uh, Captain Christian was a was a video essay guy. And what they do is they take, you know, anywhere between four and 12 minutes. Definitely not the length of the show or the movie. And they break down visually with voiceovers why something works or why something doesn't work. And for me, those are acceptable because I can't, while I can form an opinion of the piece, I can't watch that entire thing and say, well, now I don't need to watch the movie. Like, I uh, still need to I go see. absorb the full thing. I see. Now, if a Twitch streamer is running the game, and like we've done it, you guys have run through whole games on 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 twitch you guys have we have done entire let's plays and put them on youtube now there now there are people out there whether it's us or our viewers or listeners don't have to go absorb that game at all they they have essentially absorbed it we have bypassed that purchase
2: now let me ask let me ask you this question then okay so okay with a with a movie or a video production of some sort tv show um you watch it, okay? You watch it, you listen to it, of course, uh, or read the closed captioning, and you will get, you know, story out of it. You will get an emotional response out of it, generally, and mm-hmm. you will, you know, kind of make your own conclusions about it in your head, whether you're a reviewer or not, right? With a game, same type of thing, but there's more there, which, which could be argued. So, you have the game, which has, generally, a story, which you can watch on switch and you could absorb the entire story spoilers and all whatever the whole story you could get from the story bits the same emotional whatever of the story beats themselves and you could feel bad for the characters good for the characters whatever but there's an entertainment aspect of like if I'm like a we played bro force way back in the day I was making stupid names for the people running around being an idiot and, like, Tim watched it, and he said it was, like, pretty funny. Like, he liked it. So, that game is supposed to be funny and weird, but it was funny because I was just doing being an idiot, I guess, right? Um, But you could say that with a game, there's always a a, a piece of the experience of actually experiencing the game. So, for example, I can watch Call of Duty. I, I Like, I don't like to really watch that many streams, but, like, I can watch Call of Duty and not feel stressed out. Mm-hmm. I go play Call of Duty. stresses me out every time. Wh- which which I which I play it for that reason. Like, it's a game to get pumped up to and stuff. Like, I'm not like... It's not like a negative, like, damn this game. Like, it's like a... You know, it's like an eSports, very intense game. Like, that's, that's and, the, okay. That, and, that's what
1: I'm getting out of it. And I'm glad you brought up the word eSport. Because, like, that to me is a whole separate category. Which then has to be debated and talked about. Because, like, how do you... How do you how do you pretty much go against what this Alex Hutchinson's guy is doing or saying with Overwatch, but, like, how do you... Like, you, you watch one Overwatch match, you watch them all. Like, there's no way for you to watch any capacity of Overwatch and to say, well, like, I've, see, I've seen it all. Like I, like, I don't need to absorb the game because that's pretty much it. So there's this weird esport e- tangent where you have to kind of, like, Well, if the game is clearly designed to have this repeat kind of sport like analysis, like I like I don't know how that would fall into fair use. I or I don't know how that would fall into this guy's need to pay uh, like streaming rights. Um, Yes, I would say it's meant it's literally designed to be
2: absorbed on a wide scale fan basis. You could even say, like, not even... It doesn't even need to be eSport. You could even say uh Among Us is, like, a game of, like, deception and stuff. And, like, I've only seen a I'm, couple of clips, but, I'm like... I'm going uh, to be
1: honest with you. I know nothing about this game. I see people talking about it constantly, and I just never bothered to look into it. Well, I that's no perfect,
2: idea. though. So, like, for example, you're kind of, like, ripe for the picking for, like, let's say, playing Among Us. Like, let's say you wanted to. You were like, yeah, I want to play it, right? And you, you Like, you've never experienced it. I've watched a, a guy on YouTube called Call Me Kevin. He, like... He, he plays a bunch of different games, and I've watched him play it twice. To me, it seems like, and I've never played the game, it seems like a game of deception, and you're trying to, like, get through as the imposter, and you all vote on, like, someone's the imposter, but no one knows who it is, except for the person that is the imposter, and you try to, like, evacuate that person, like, kick them off of a space station. So you can, like, be, you know, you have to be, like, sort of, you have to be, like, sort of social engineering-ish like with you know texting people and say like oh I saw green because they're all different colors like oh I saw green do this and then like I think that he's the imposter because he did this or like whatever right like it's like a bit of that right it's like a, I, I
1: I know the formula I yeah have it's a bunch like a deception of, I, so that have a game bunch of you, can watch, that you can watch you can
2: watch Twitch streamed over and over and over and over and over and over and over again but you're not gonna get the same experience as if like you were the imposter or you're not the imposter that one time like you're not gonna get the same you're not gonna get the same thing and it's the same like like um, like it's I would say I would group that with uh, esports but like unfortunately Tim isn't here but Tim for example he has watched people play full games and then bought the game as a result of watching them play
1: which is which is great like that's like like and and that that was gonna be one of the counters to this guy's thing is like this may actually just drive somebody to get the game uh, he like you have may a you, response to that just let me pull it up who Alex
2: Hutchinson or Tim? yeah yeah, like you. I don't know what. Like, I couldn't give you an example of exactly what Tim bought, but I do know. Like, back in the day, I I used to say this because like I was new to Twitch streaming and stuff like that, and my internet wasn't great at the time. This was years, and years, and years ago, and I would say like to him, I'd be like, "You watch the whole Let's Play." He's like, "Yeah," and then I bought it because it looked fun. I was like, "Yeah, yeah," but you watch the whole Let's Play. Like to me, it was foreign. But then I watched like, uh, one of this. I, I can't remember his name, but it's like this one guy would play like My Summer Car, and My Summer Car looks hilarious to the point where like if it's on sale one day, I'm gonna buy it. You know, like one of those. Um. And and I've done the
1: same thing, but it wasn't with with uh, uh, like a stream of the game because I don't I don't I try not to watch whole streams of games. Uh, but there is a but there's a video essay channel that breaks down certain games. It's a phenomenal channel, and I can't recommend it enough. It's called Game Maker's Toolkit. I watch them, yeah. Fuck uh, Mark Brown. That's the uh, guy's well, name.
2: Well, Actually, you recommended it, and I've only watched
1: two of his videos. Oh my god! Like this guy. Everything about the production quality of these videos is phenomenal. And and he has he's so good at articulating why things work in certain games and why things don't work. And the way he just presents everything, and he has a fantastic voice. It's just I can't recommend that channel enough. And he did a video on Ori and the Blind Force, and that's what made me go and play it. I didn't I didn't buy it because I had it through Game Pass, but the, the principle is still the same. Um But like it's like fair use is a really weird thing versus streaming like i can't i can never see i can never ever picture a world where somebody can stream the casino royale with people talking on top of it and then trying to get away with it without paying royalties i don't ever see a world where mgm or sony whoever the fuck owns the license right now whoever say that's okay like they would absolutely go after them and i think when when games legitimize a little bit more, because I still think they are this kind of Ill- this this weird middle child, illegitimate business. Like we're not taken seriously enough yet, and I think one day when we when they are taken seriously, like I can see the licensing issue getting kicked in. Um. Uh, so did, can did, I just read this response? Yeah, here? go for it.
0: Um. So this wasn't. Yeah, this, sorry. This wasn't from Alex Hutchinson. This was from a guy named. Michael Hartman, who is a developer with 30 years of experience, um, and he's, he shared a fascinating breakdown of how streamers are one part of marketing, but not as, as vital to sales uh, success as they used to be. Uh, so he explained that most stream viewers are now watching the content for entertainment rather than purchasing advice, which has resulted in fewer sales from streams uh, outside of the obvious viral outliers like Among Us and uh, Phasmophobia. Uh, And so Hartman uh, tweeted, uh, viewer attitudes and expectations have changed and evolved. They are primarily there to be entertained by the streamer and the channel. They aren't in shopping mode when they sit down to watch a stream. And he says it will only change and should only change if it benefits both streamers and devs. Uh, I know of at least one Twitch competitor that has a revenue share with the game devs as part of its um, unique selling point that we've seen how hard it is for anyone to compete with Twitch
1: uh doesn't uh didn't nintendo have that like wasn't there like a partnership program yet to enter in like i'm pretty sure yeah and like i don't know if that's still a thing if they've absolved that or what or dissolved that like i don't know what's yeah there was
0: some sort of revenue sharing thing right if i recall it too i think they'd take your i I could be completely wrong here but i think they 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 take your um revenue from like the ads on youtube
2: Oh yeah, I think it's revenue. Like, uh, isn't it a revenue, or isn't it, or wasn't it a revenue sharing thing?
0: Mm. Yeah, I think so. I thought I to, to thought be fair, was... we
2: have, we we're not versed in this. Just to the listener out there, we're, we don't we don't really remember
1: because <laughs> because we definitely don't put Nintendo stuff on our channel anyway. So <laughs> yeah, quite literally, we don't. Um,
2: but like like
1: if fair, you it's the like let's put it this way: Red Letter Media has one of the most popular Star Wars reviews ever. And and I think you guys know how much I love these Star Wars reviews. <laughs> yes. And I think that barely makes the cutoff for fair use to how much they to how much they cover those movies in those reviews.
2: Like they're long the ex- reviews.
1: Like They're they're long reviews and they go through virtually every scene. And I think if they weren't specifically Crafted it in the way that they were in the mockumentary style way that they were I think there could be a case to say that they were violating some sort of licensing issue with using as much footage as they did in those but I think it's the way that the the, the film critique analysis of it in combination with the Harry Plankett character in which they, they utilize in, the, in its framework I think that puts it on the fair use side barely um, and like so like streamers like just streaming a game and then letting it go like I, I, that's a tough one
0: um, there's been conversations about this kind of stuff in the past I can't remember who said this or um, made this like kind of analogy but um, everyone thinks it's okay for the little guy to take from the big, the big guy, guy right so it's okay for us to take the games and use it to make our own content and money Mm-hmm. But imagine if if a game studio just took a Twitch streamer's content, there'd be outrage over that. Yeah, but I would say I would say go that, both like, ways.
2: But wouldn't wouldn't you wouldn't you say in that in that particular instance? Wouldn't you say in that instance that, like the Twitch stream, like that game dev who's already big, wouldn't their reach be? Uh, and this is speculation, and of course you know depends on how it was shared and stuff. But in general, like I would personally expect if I don't know. Capcom or not Capcom, uh, Valve. I don't know why I said Capcom. Valve <laughs> went in and was like, "Oh man, these guys are playing Left 4 Dead 2." You know what? Let's just take their stream because that's what we did last week. Take their stream, download it, put our watermark on it, upload it. Like, I get the impression that it might do better than like us. That so we don't have like the, the biggest reach. It might do better than uh, it, uh, than us in views. But if we talk, if we're talking about like a like a streamer that is a full time streamer, okay. So, like, for us, there would be a little bump in views, but, like, we're so small and we don't really make money from it, so we don't care too much, right? So there's that, that, there's that like, sort of playing ground. But then you, like, take, take the person who, I don't know exactly how much money they make, whatever, they're full-time, right? I don't know, 100 grand and up, let's say, something like that a year, whatever. They're a Twitch streamer. Valve takes the same thing. They go, like, oh, man, look at this. So they take they take the, the Left to 2 download, download it, upload it to Twitch, or upload it to YouTube, and say it's, it's their video or whatever for whatever reason, I have a feeling that it would do worse than their other content, which would be things like, I don't know, like uh, news about Steam updates, news about games, like trailers. Like, Like, it would do worse in their instance. Like, it would just naturally do worse, and it would
0: just be like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? It would be very weird. But that doesn't matter in terms of law and what's right. Mm Mm-hmm. That's completely right. irrelevant no, you're, you're how it correct. performs.
2: You're correct, but like I like one of the arguments I had with you, Ryan, was like, okay, uh, let's say you're a Twitch streamer. Some people use the like the face cam. Some people do not. Okay, let's say you use the face cam. On the face cam, depending on how wide angle your camera is and your setup and whatever else, your microphone and your seat might be in there. If you don't have a specifically branded seat like your seat, you know, like the Ninja seat or whatever, if you like don't if you just wear like I have an MSI gaming chair right now. I'm in an MSI gaming chair and I have a blue snowball. That's it, right? There's my recording and there's my sitting arrangement. If I have a face cam on and you can see both of those, why aren't I paying blue? Why aren't I paying MSI or whoever made the chair for them or whatever, however that would work? Like, why aren't I paying the
0: chair people? In a movie or TV setting, you would either have to cover it up or Or get a generic or, 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 or license it. Greek um. it out
2: right but then then you start seeing a problem where like this is what I was saying to you before is like this is modern content right like this is modern content where it's it, it's strange to me and this is like me not doing a bunch of research and stuff but it's like it's strange to me that people were so eager to cut the cord and there's a lot of people out there that don't watch network TV anymore a lot of, a lot of people still do a lot of people still have cable I'm not saying that but like a lot of people do not have cable they don't have satellite. they don't have a traditional TV service a lot of people only watch like the Netflix shows or maybe the Prime shows, the streaming, the streaming network shows. But they're not on like quote unquote network TV shows anymore, right? A lot of people sort of left that, left that verse, whatever. Okay, that is like sort of the old world media, if you will. Like it, you know, it's it's rooted in a bunch of rules and red tape and whatever. Whether it's for good or wor- good or bad, I don't know. I don't work in that industry. What I'm saying is though, is new content, new content is very cheap it's fast it's agile it's literally like hours or sometimes instant and it's already published like in the in the streaming it's early live it's it's this is a new era of thing but like could you imagine us being like oh we'd love to do left 4 dead 2 let me call my producer let me call you know whoever and whoever and whoever and whoever and whoever and and it keeps going and then it's like oh wait i have no money so i guess i can't do it and then it's like even the hundred thousand like dollar a year revenue guys can't do it so then now it's like only the elite can do it. Like Ninja would be able to still do it.
0: Going back to the equipment thing, um, the blue microphones aren't losing money because someone saw a blue microphone in a stream. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't get to use that microphone stand or that microphone because I saw it in a stream.
2: Right, but why did, why did it, the movie
0: cover it up? I need to go buy the, it. Because so, it's, it's they're, they're, they're helping advertise for it when they don't necessarily and, want to or misrepresent the brand on behalf oh, of blue.
1: Also those those cover up rules for for film and television, those also change from continent to continent. Because like in Europe they don't have to cover it. Yeah, I, I see they, I
2: see some things get covered and some things don't. Yeah, you know? like
1: like like in Europe, they're allowed to use the McDonald's logo and they never have to get McDonald's permission. They just they can't intentionally focus on it, but if it gets caught in a frame, they don't have to like justify it or explain it. Right. And that and that that goes for any brand name. And North America is a little bit different. I'm just but, saying they're not losing any sort yeah, of value. I,
0: yeah because someone saw their their equipment in a in a twitch stream
1: i i think i think the short answer to this is why it's happening right now is because i think the i think the the game developers and studios see this as more good than harm until you know whatever game streamer starts spouting racist shit and then they have to come in and say You know, stop that. Which
0: is kind of happening on YouTube right now.
1: Which is what happens all the time. I think I think there is a tipping point where there, where again, like where film is going to legitimize, where games are going to legitimize like film, and then there's going to be proper licenses kicked in. Like I think it's going to take two or three of the big guys simultaneously saying you can no longer do this, and then I think that's going to make everyone else kind of fall into place, saying, hey, you know, if Nintendo and Valve and Sony are doing this, you know, Microsoft and Ubisoft and, um, you know, 2K and whatever are going to say, you can no
2: longer do this. Might sure. I might I add a small thing to this, though? It, it, it's a little interesting that, like, in the last story we were talking about with the whole, like, 2K and their ads and whatever, whether it was an accident, a glitch, whatever, we don't care. But the point is, like, game devs today, big ones especially, are doing game devs, publishers, whatever, are doing, like, a bunch of things to make it so that your time's monopolized, you're constantly looking at ads, or being monetized in some method, right? And now we're also saying, by the way, if you show our game, we also want to monetize those people. So now the gaming industry is going to be like, let's monopolize our players, let's monopolize our content creators, let's monop- you know what I mean, like, let's yes, monetize but- every second and every yes. minute,
0: let's just make more and more and more. But- at like, the end of the day, though, you have a right to the content you create. It's yeah. your content, not the Twitch streamer's content.
2: Yeah, but and, imagine, but, like, imagine,
0: I'm in a band. We have music. Imagine if someone just started using our music without paying us.
2: That is different, though.
0: No, it's not. It's it's generated content.
2: No, but you, you guys can do a cover of a s- no, no. But you guys can do a cover of a song.
0: No, if we, they, if we sell well, it, we have to you, license it.
2: Yeah, you have to you have to license that cover like anything. No, no. Else. But can you can you do it? Okay. Well, let me ask you then. Let me ask then. Can you do a cover in a concert setting? Like, you do a concert at, a, I don't know, a bar or something, whatever. You're live, you do a live show. Are you allowed to do a cover of, like, a Beatles in, song or something? I, in, a, I, in a bar, yes. I don't yes. think in a
0: actual, like, major produced um uh, show of some sort.
1: Um, listen, Matt, in, in Canada, and I think pretty sure the States as well, the way that is determined in local, like, bars and clubs is... There is an annual fee that each establishment pays to Canadian royalty. Like there's an agency that deals with that. They pay a, a yearly fee. Yeah, that's it. So can. Like, I think it's like $300 a year or something like that. And that money goes into a collective pool, which then gets distributed out to certain artists and uh, to the appropriate parties. That is just like a blanket fee that allows p- bands like Ryan and Marty here to play other people's songs in a bar-like setting that doesn't give them the right to do their own v- recording of that version and then to put it onto CD and then to publish it. That is a whole like, separate set of licenses.
0: For our first album, we um, we recorded a Jimi Hendrix song and we had to pay for a, um, like a distribution deal and we could only make so many CDs based on the distribution that we uh, purchased. Mm-hmm. So it was like a, a thousand CDs if we wanted to produce more CDs we'd have to pay another license yeah to that music
1: and and man here's the craziest part is that license in which they pay to have that on their CDs is not the same license that would allow them to play the same song again at a bar two different licenses
2: well i mean that makes sense if the person wants to make more money to be fair well
1: no no but it's it's a so license that allows them to play it at a bar R- but right, it was right. that distribution license that lets them put it on a CD
2: but it's still like it's still whether it's like directly from Ryan's band or not it's still kind of double dipping in you know in in relation to the the artist that made the original thing because it's like they're getting SoCan money and then like Ryan you know printing CD whatever money.
0: Also, a bit of a difference though is like these aren't they're not making cover games. They're they're literally playing, yeah, the, they're game. playing, no, they're no, playing the
2: game. No, no, but you but you are tuning in. Like let's say like you are tuning in for the streamer. Like if you I, do I don't not think that you, matters, though. but it, no, but it does though because if no, you because do not you like if you, 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 you do not like the streamer, then if you do not like the streamer. Then the stream is different. If the streamer is a funny person and likes to do jokes and likes to wear crazy costumes or that whatever they matter, do, but that's man. subjective. No, you no, can't... no, no. But no, but that's exactly it. Though is like you, you're saying like fair use, right? Technically speaking, the experience what? you're getting from that product is different based on streamer. If the streamer <laughs> is like is like a really doesn't <laughs> matter. That doesn't matter, that doesn't matter Matt. And
1: you and you trying to argue that and like. In whether or not somebody can use it on a case by case basis, like you're never going to go anywhere with that. Like that is never going to be a legitimate way to to handle this. Okay, fair use has is specifically uh, used to to um, properly critique a piece of art, and it doesn't allow you to to constantly use it to bypass any sort of licensing. Right now, I have to pay an audio. I have to pay Audible to. Listen to Harry Potter if I wanted to listen to it on my phone. There is a podcast out there, and I don't know how the fuck they get away with it if they are still getting away with it. Who are who are in order reading chapter by chapter oh of Harry God. Potter, and then they're doing a review of it. So here's the craziest part: is yes, they are allowed to do a review of the of of chapter by chapter, and they can talk about it uh, in a critical sense. But I don't know how they're getting away with reading it because as essentially that's a free audiobook. So you have to know, it's, it's a weird balance, right?
2: I think it's that reason, though. It's it's because, and like I, I've never listened to this podcast, but it's like, it you're bringing, like, the entertainer is bringing a different that
0: feel. It doesn't matter, Matt. But no, but you're saying it doesn't matter, The problem is, though, is wait, I can bypass
1: a purchase, though.
0: The, 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 how do you put this?
2: Why the, did you the cover the streamer? A
0: song? The streamer is not the problem. Okay. It's what they're streaming. The streamer is irrelevant. It's the fact that they're streaming someone else's content and making money off of that content. Yeah. But when that you play the, the game... It doesn't matter who or, or what the streamer does. You can't take someone else's content, change it a bit by adding your own little like gameplay narrative, and then consider it yours and selling it.
1: Yeah. That's we literally do this. Yeah, we do it. And what I'm saying, though, is, is we get away with it now because I don't think
0: the publishers the, accepted they, yeah, don't, go the, it. they don't, don't go after it they legally probably could them
1: they they absolutely could and i think i think right now they're saying we're letting this happen because we can let this happen but there will be a tipping point and it doesn't it doesn't help the publisher's mm-hmm. case when they then also send free stuff and they send like promotional deals with these streamers captain falco falcor is uh is a popular serious thieves uh streamer okay he streams pretty much see a thieves only he gets things from Rare and from Microsoft, and he gets exclusive, uh, exclusive promotional stuff and information from them that he then publishes on his channel. Like I think, I think Rare and Microsoft going after a streamer in the future is going to is going to hurt them when they then say, "But look, you also then went to these streamers and you use them as promotion." Like you utilize them in a free capacity when you wanted to, but now you are coming. You're now you're coming back around and saying they can't do this, and I think that could be an argument in favor of the streamers, but I think I don't think that's going to be enough. In the end, Matt, it's a, it's a, it's a. You have to know the difference between licensing something, uh, uh, illegally using something, and fair using something. And 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 the best way for for that I understand fair use is: Am I bypassing? The distribution of the content in my fair use. And if I am, it is I am ripping it off. It's not fair use. I have to I I can sample it appropriately when
2: I am properly critiquing it. Okay, well let me ask you this then. Ryan, you guys played a cover of a song, right? Yeah. If we ignore the license for a minute, why would anyone listen to the cover? Why wouldn't they go to the original?
0: Uh because it's us playing it? Yeah, right. Okay. It's, it could be a million so millions. it's that particular streamer streaming the game. Yeah, but you said ignore the license, though. I have to pay for a license. But the music
2: industry can be argued differently. It's older, whatever. Like the official, the eventual well, that's license the thing, thing too. is.
0: like, yeah. Like it's People a different industry. A... No, it's but it's not. It's not the it, the content is what is the same. It doesn't matter what industry it is.
2: But you could tell from like you could tell like a Tim the Tatman stream. From a ninja stream, from a like whatever stream, just that's, in terms of vibes, that's that subjective. That, that is, matter. that is, no, but, is no, but sub- you can, whether you like it or not, you can tell the difference. That is
1: never, that is not a valid argument. That is subjective.
2: That's, that is not that's, not, that's not subjective. It's ninja's voice. He's no, on the, the content.
0: Ba- the law doesn't care about yeah. who is the yeah. one actually ripping it off, they, do they care not about give that a shit. it's being ripped off. Yeah. They don't care how much you change it, it's still there. I'm getting, I'm getting mixed vibes from again. you
2: guys though. Like I'm getting like it sounds like in when we were first start talking that you're you're against this tweet. Now you're saying I, no, 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 we it's, should, it's be, paying. We should be paying. We should be paying. I
1: I'm I'm saying I'm saying there will be a day where this will get kicked in. I'm saying the developers and streamers or sorry, the developers and, and the, the the publishers have a right to do it now. What I'm saying though is they're intentionally not. Right now, I think they can gain more. From letting them do this, then they would then the losses they would suffer if they started to to stir bad blood with the streamers. Like I think the influence of certain streamers would hurt those games if if Valve said you can't stream this anymore. Overwatch but I think, promotes
0: streamers. Yes.
1: And 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 but that doesn't stop Blizzard from saying, you know, and they can pick and choose, and they can say, well, you can't license this here, but you know, we're gonna let these streamers do that. And I think that I think them picking and choosing can you know go against them in the long run because they have to justify why they were doing it at certain times, and not doing it. But in the
2: end, they own it. Like they, they. Well, I, I get that. Like, like clearly, use. Nintendo did some sort of revenue share, or whatever they did. I'm not arguing whether they can or cannot. Also, Matt, going back to your like your your music, your music example. Like
1: them, like somebody posting a, uh, a cover of a song on YouTube. There's also a Creative License behind that. Like on the back end, we don't we don't see it, but when they post that, there are the YouTube licenses which get filled out, and there is not a li- and they're not using the recording of, of uh, you know, uh, Jimi Hendrix, but there is a license being utilized in some part from YouTube. And that license may not may, uh, may allow to go on on their channel, but that person might not make any money off it. They say, okay, the YouTube license might say, well, you, we are going to advertise this. There are there are going to be ads at the beginning of this of this video, but you're not going to see any of it. That's going to get that's going to get rerouted somewhere else. Like like there is a system in place, and like you can you can say, yeah, well, is more popular, and Ninja does this, and Ninja does that. Just, that doesn't fucking matter. Ninja could be the most popular person in the world if if he's if he's using if he's streaming stuff that he's not supposed to or putting a movie online and and
2: no, but I'm not arguing that. Like, obviously, Ninja can't go put a movie on. What I'm saying is is that what it sounds like what you guys are saying is that the streamer doesn't add anything to it. Like you're saying that, like watching, like, streamer 1, streamer 2, streamer 3, mm-hmm. streamer 4, mm-hmm. streamer 5, all mm-hmm. playing Among Us is identical. But it's not yeah. identical. One and, person and, might be more depressed, one person might be more happy, one person might view, be more sad. In like, your
1: view, and in every individual person, you're right. And a, in an in a, in a opinion piece,
2: they're absolutely right. In the eyes of the law, it doesn't fucking matter. So, okay, one sec. So, you guys don't care. Okay, do you guys have an opinion other than the law, or are you guys all law? Like, you only care about the law. Or do you think, like, do you, th- okay, you, not the law, like, you know, get the law book out of there. Do you, you guys, do you want to pay L- Valve to for us to stream Left 4 Dead? Do you want to pay them? and Do, do I want to pay Do you think Valve... we should pay them? No. Do you think do, we should pay them? No, hold on a second. Do Do, do you I... want to and do
1: you think we should hold pay on. them? Hold on, man. Pick a question and ask it. Do I... I, I okay, do I think we should pay Valve... Yes. Okay. Would I pay Valve? No. If Valve came in and said, <laughs> "We think, we think you owe us money for this. Either pay us or stop streaming it," I'm gonna say, "Well, we're gonna stop streaming this." Like Got I it. think, like I think they gain more from us streaming it in promotion than, than, uh, uh, than they would have. Like, than they would go against the losses. Like, like the expansion came out. Like, like if, if we were to look at the numbers of Left 4 Dead on Twitch or, or Facebook Gaming or whatever, like, new expansion came out, people playing it, the, the curve goes up, sales go up, like, all this get like, this is, there's just a correlation across the board. Like, it makes sense financially for Valve to allow this. They don't have to allow it, though.
2: I'm not, I'm not saying they have to allow it. I'm saying they should allow it. Yeah, they they that, That's always they, been my perspective, yeah, is that they and, should allow it. Yeah, and yes, it's probably best for them to allow it right
1: now. But doesn't mean that like, like, like why do you, do you remember, do you remember, uh, the story about, um, um, the Twitch streamer who then fed the world cup live game into the Twitch feed and sat there with a controller and pretended it was a FIFA game, <laughs> and people God were tuning. I didn't and People hear that. were tuning it. It's it's fucking genius. It's such a genius bypass. I wish I almost thought of it. But yeah, they 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 put the actual World Cup live game. They put they tagged it as a FIFA game, but the fed but the, the 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 HDMI feed through the the, the mixed uh, Twitch uh, stream, and they sat there with the controller, and it went on for quite a bit before they realized somebody realized like oh they're illegally streaming this game, but it's like. Okay, so they are going against a FIFA or UEFA license. They're not allowed to do this because FIFA or UEFA says they can't do this. But the EA that holds a virtual version of FIFA or UEFA says they're okay with somebody streaming a game of it if they were playing the game.
0: I think we're arguing like me and Adriano are arguing something different than you are matt that, that's think, exactly what I, I mean. Think, I think me and Adriano are arguing if they could and if they have the legal authority to, and you're arguing whether they should
1: correct i i i agree I agree that they shouldn't they'd be dumb to to enable it right now. I think they only got to lose
0: but yeah because right now it's just an overall celebration of yeah. games and it's just lifting the industry up as a whole
1: yes. Yeah. What? What? But what I'm saying though is is if you if you if you were to take what a streamer's doing and simply replace the game with a movie or a show or anything else, like the hammer would come down on them almost immediately.
0: I mean, you can't even show the Hollywood sign technically. Yeah.
1: Like, doesn't Donald not, Trump you're not do, legally allowed to show the Hollywood sign? Doesn't
0: Donald Trump own that? Oh, does he really? I pretty I'm pretty
1: sure he has like a he has like a stake in that license.
0: I also heard you technically a company can't use GIFs without permission. Really? Because those are someone else's property.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that
0: that is a that is a that is a video feed
1: of a there's, of a the, license.
0: There's that one guy who's in that gif. I, I can't remember what the GIF name is. It's the guy who kind of like has that bewildered look. Like he blinks a couple of times. You know what uh, I'm talking
1: about? Pro I've I've probably seen it. Yeah.
0: That guy said he allows people to use it as long as they're using it in good fun. There you go. You know. And he, he uh he asked people to donate to charities and instead of uh and, and, and use it. But you're technically not allowed to use GIFs.
2: This is the internet's a mess. Well the it's internet young. D- the the, young. The internet's
0: young. Yeah, the Internet is a mess. These have to be mess. sorted out yeah. at some point.
1: Yeah, they the the DMs what's it,
2: the Digital Millennial Copyright Act. Like that that thing needs to be figured out. I I I, still, I get the impression that you guys are are like still r- rooting for it though. Like no, you I seem think, pretty I, I think passionate kind of about- being,
0: I think we're kind of being devil's advocate a little here. And again, I think we were arguing different things. Yeah. I don't I don't want to pay, you know, yeah. these companies to use that content.
1: Agreed. Yeah, same.
0: But if they enforced it, then they could enforce it. I I'd, I'd, I'd have no argument against them enforcing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like 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 my my bypass would be to
1: fold it like i would i would right i would not continue and say i'm going to pay you i'm going to keep doing what i'm doing if 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 every game that we've ever streamed or we uh or we ever put online they came to says hey you retroactively owe us money or you're getting shut down i'd be like all right fuckers have just shut it down like i'm not yeah i'm not fucking submitting to this go ahead and have go ahead and have this Day one patch media channel, like what are you? What are you gonna get out of this? You're gonna get the 15 subscribers or the th- the 30 listeners that we have. Like you're not gonna. There's not worth it for us. Go ahead and fold it. Now, if I had a a you know a million million subscriber YouTube channel, and I have a vested interest in keeping this going, and my my gains are way more than my losses on it, yes, I would I would smarten up and either pay up the license or rethink how I do things in the future. To try to come more in line with fair use, but like you still have to be incredibly careful.
0: Well, that's all the time we got. Thanks for listening. Uh, speaking of streaming, we uh, we stream <laughs> on uh, on Twitch uh, Wednesdays. What are we streaming, guys? Probably Left for Dead, Left for Dead. Um, so you can copyright valve at, 2009 You can catch that at uh, twitch.com/slash media, <laughs> isn't twitch.tv? Twitch.tv
2: twitch.tv slash day one patch media for all your illegal <laughs> all content fine. um if you want a good example of fair use
1: uh matt you already mentioned uh go watch game makers toolkit fantastic youtube channel start at the beginning and work your way through you won't be disappointed you, you
2: know what I, I, i'm gonna have one small closing note my brain works in extremes whether it's happy <laughs> or sad like happy oh. or really depressed let's say and I, I can't you, help. I agree I, with you there. Now, hang on a minute. I can't help but think, and it might be my extreme brain, which is why I mentioned it. I can't help but think that the internet is just going to become shit. D-
1: is going to become shit, buddy.
2: It's already <laughs> shit. Well, there's a bunch of subjective stuff out there that you could block or whatever. But like, what I'm saying is, is like, it's just going to become garbage. Like you're going to be afraid to I think, do anything on it.
0: I think you're like that cowboy in the in the in the, the, the wild west who sees civilization coming. You're red dead Matt. I mean maybe. You you're saying like I like the right now the internet is the it's the wild west. And we're trying to civilize it by making laws and regulation and you're fighting against that because you were you're so used to living free. But once you get past that hump, like no one I don't think there's as much people who crave the wild west anymore. I guess there's probably some cowboys out there who still want that. The but you know what west. I mean? Once once civilization came, it just became the new normal and it's not any worse, you know. It, things moved on.
1: Man, there was a fantastic early days of Reddit, fucking great. When it, when Reddit was just like I was
2: reminiscent. Oh man,
1: Reddit Reddit used to be fantastic. <laughs> I don't know,
2: I just get this impression that and like, now, the now, and now it's going now down, down, it's, down the and Now it's
1: heavily regulated and you can't really do shit on there.
2: You see what I mean? Like it just feels like the internet's going down the tubes.
1: But this but is the I natural w- state of things. Yes, that. but I would take those regulations, you know, to, to make sure things are done properly. I, I miss old Reddit, but you know, it's but also it's, the there's a reason subjective. why it's not there anymore. Yeah, it's it, there's a there's a reason why why it's not there anymore. That's why <laughs> rules get kicked in. But there's
2: also that that could be subjective. Like who gets to say what gets done properly?
0: Well, we 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 say as a civilization. Yeah. So we, anyway, we,
2: we collectively come up with
1: rules to say this makes sense. We say, yeah, OK, this makes sense. And then we make sure everyone follows those rules.
0: All right. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.